This podcast was recorded live in the Purple Room Studio. You can find us everywhere under our respective monikers. Yes, sir. And you are listening to the Stream Void Podcast. This mm-hmm. is a show about life and video games and everything in between. Yes, sir. And speaking of everything in between, mm-hmm. uh, well, I guess it's more just life, but how was your week? How was my week? It was fine. I worked as usual at the warehouse, except I kept... What I like to do is like go to the store on Wednesday so then I can get anything that needs to be done, done, and then... You know, I can get my orders out and they come in a timely fashion, blah, 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 blah. But this week, every day, it was like, oh, can you please come to the warehouse tomorrow? Can you please come <laughs> to the warehouse tomorrow? So every day I was at the warehouse until Friday. Mm-hmm. And then I was at the store, which was fine. Except, well, and it was good because I was alone in the office. So yeah, that's always that's a good. beautiful thing. So that's the only day the office is empty, basically, is Friday. So, yep. But uh, I was at the warehouse just doing the usual it was hot as fuck and i'm working in the containers and all that shit and then it's like kind of muggy a little bit so it was i like it but it's also kind of like <laughs> yeah by the end of the day it's like ugh, a little tired or a little whatever. bit a little bit tired a little bit swassy yeah it's definite shower time after that <laughs> for sure which feels really good but yeah um and it was good i was listening to audiobook all week basically um do you consider that reading uh if you're not moving your eyes left and right then no okay well i'm using my eyes as i'm listening it's not like i'm walking around eyes closed you know (laughs) i'm doing things um i would listen to stephen king's the outsider which i thought was going to be the way it's sort of read on the description it sounded like it was going to be just a mystery book Uh uh-huh like a murder whodunit sort of thing but if Stephen King, of course, can't resist to be like, no, there's like a weird thing, like a monster <laughs> or something that's in there as well. So it's like, oh, OK, this is not exactly what I expected it to be. It was fine and interesting and everything like that. I enjoyed it. But as I was reading it, I've noticed this for a while now, like Stephen King's dialogue is not realistic. <laughs> like no. the way people talk. And I mean, he's old now. He's like 80 or yeah. something. But some of the things that are written in the books as a contemporary thing, I'm like, what? No, no. (laughs) Like there was one scene where the young girl, she's like in school, whatever. She's 14 or 15. Her friend starts crying and she's like, oh, here, let me. And she's like, here's my handkerchief. (laughs) And I was like, what? What? (laughs) When's it supposed to take place? Like five years ago. Oh. Yeah. So like 2015 or something like that. And I was like, there's no 15-year-old girl that has a handkerchief and no, she's working zero. on a farm or something like that. <laughs> so I just was like, no fucking way. And then, like, I mean, you know, he's an old-timer, so it's not like they'll be like, oh, we're, you know, let's use the iPad. And it's not like, oh, I'll, I'll get, let's get in a Zoom call or whatever, you know. Yeah. It's always like, we'll Skype or whatever. It's like, <laughs> I don't think 
that happens very much anymore, you know? Uh, you'd be surprised. Oh, yeah? Dealing with uh, some of the other companies at work. Okay, but I mean, like, as a younger person. Yes, definitely not. It'd be, like, not on friggin' Skype. Yeah, so we... I'll, I'll, we'll aside, an aside here. Yes, yeah. We use Microsoft Teams at work. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The primary contractor we... Another primary contractor we work for uses Teams as well. And Teams is, of course, a Microsoft product. Yes. Skype, mm-hmm. also a Microsoft yes. product. Skype and Teams don't interact together. Of course not. Properly. They're two different teams. <laughs> They're two different teams. Yeah. And uh, the with the primary contractor, half of their guys are on Skype and half of their guys are on Teams. Perfect. So if I want to talk to anybody on Skype, I have to call them or email them. Fun. Because if they're not online then or, or set it. to away, the messages don't go through. Yeah, it's yeah. so stupid. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. Classic, non-standardized, you must use this workflow, you know? Yes. So, anyways, just, to, and yeah, like I was saying, the, the way that people talk to each other, I think about like when, you know, me and you were talking or anybody talking and they'll be like, People always have their little like, I guess you don't want to write it in a book because it would be less like, why am I reading a guy say, uh, three times in a row <laughs> or like going, yeah. um, but that's the way people talk. It literally is the way so people talk. When you see that in a book where there's no like, uh, oh, what do I mean to say? Um, uh, it's just, it doesn't read realistic. No, it doesn't. It so. throws you right out. You're like, yeah. um, or, uh, so I still enjoy Stephen King books, but yeah, over the years I've just been like, man, the the dialogue is just not realistic <laughs> at all. So unfortunate. I mean, whatever it is, what it I is. I mean, he could. I've be read like, worse. So he could just be like, hey, you're gonna be okay, no cap, you know. No, 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 no. You got to get that Zoomer talk in there. No, no, no. That would be even worse if he was trying to do that sort of thing because <laughs> he wouldn't be able to well, do it properly. The, the other thing, too, is like these young people say things and be like, no young person would ever use that slang or know that reference or whatever. Yeah. But his references are all from like 1950. <laughs> so they're all 1950 hippies references. They'll be like, oh, you look like uh, there's reference they call the they all recognize when he talks about the little rascals. Oh, he looks like uh, Alfalfa from the little rascals. <laughs> it's like, fine. I know Alfalfa from the little rascals, but like. No one born in the last 20 years is going to know what the fuck that means. No, but uh, maybe the people in the last one born in the last 20 years aren't his target audience for this particular novel. I mean, I guess so, but <laughs> I don't I think he has a pretty wide uh, audience range of ages that read his books. Yeah, I would imagine so. So anyways, then this the ending of this book also reminded me a lot of another book of his called Desperation, just the sort of area that the climax took place in i was like wow this is just like desperation (laughs) so it was enjoyable though anyways kind of like well how did this story come to be and what was the how it happened and blah blah blah. i don't want to spoil it anyways blah 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 blah. yeah see he never says blah 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 in the book Ah. no no person says blah 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 you say blah 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 all the time blah 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 yeah (laughs) it's like seinfeld when they were yada yada i just Uh, say blah 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 Yeah. You yada yada did the best part. <laughs> um, other than that, at work, uh, nothing. It's been pretty laid back. Not much going on. Spending a lot of money. Yes. Can order a bunch of hardware from China. Nice. Spend $100,000 on it. So that'll be pretty good. Beauty. Yeah. What about you? Uh, work was work. I didn't Rad. get yelled at, which was great. Oh, nice. So uh, do you yeah. want me to yell at you? 
Uh, no, that's oh, okay. okay. We are experimenting with a new fleet tracking software because we have a lot of inspections that need to happen, and sometimes those dates get missed. Oh yeah, we have a we have a truck that's been sitting in the yard for like three weeks, uh -huh. out, like out of town, mm -hmm. and someone went to go use it, and they're like, "Oh, the uh, commercial vehicle inspection is out, so no one can actually drive it." So do you guys have to use the whole like? travel journal thing yes so anything pre-2000 needs a travel journal uh -huh. anything post-2000 needs a electronic logging device oh, and so that's it's automatic yeah so oh, that's yeah. that's coming into play next month on the first but how do they tell who's driving it's all it's it's just down to the logbook but i mean in the automatic tracking one oh how would uh, they you know probably that you drove to, versus someone else you probably have to sign in oh, okay because yeah a lot of our trucks aren't permanently assigned to a driver yeah that's what i mean it's because like what you can only drive for how many hours in a you can only drive for what eight hours and then you have to have 12 hours off or something like that i think it's you can only drive for 12 hours and then have eight hours okay off. yeah yeah okay i had it backwards yes but yeah how would they know that you're not i'll just sign in as so-and-so joe you know? blow i mean i guess you could just do that in a logbook too yeah you so. totally could anyways yeah that's uh so yeah we're experimenting with a new uh uh, fleet tracking software, which is actually turning out to be really handy mm -hmm. so far. Mm -hmm. I've been compiling the database. I love compiling databases. I've I don't noticed, know why. dude. I've noticed. I, I'm a big database compiler. I noticed. <laughs> a new system? Hell yeah. Give it to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then make everyone else in the company use it. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, we're... It's, but, sorry, I'll just... Uh, yep. Just, you know how to use it properly and like get it, you know, get everyone up to it, which yes. is good. It's when people that don't know how to they're trying to use it and they only know minimal things about it. Yeah. And then they're trying to get other people to use it. Much like at my work. Where I have <laughs> yeah. The woman who's in charge of the program, the number one like person in between the company and us, I'll ask her stuff and be like, why don't we use this feature? Oh, you know, never tried it. Like, oh, well, <laughs> fucking okay. Yeah. So, and it's funny. As soon as I signed up to this software, mm -hmm. five minutes later, a salesperson calls me. About, about getting you to sign up or about, about the software. They're like, like, oh, hey, any questions? What's yeah, going yeah, on? Oh, for yeah. sure. I was like, five minutes. I got a call from Jack, Buddy, let me look at Alabama. it for a second. Oh, and I was yeah. like, who the hell's calling me from Alabama? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, the office phone rings. And I'm like, same number from Alabama. What the hell? Yeah. And then I look at my email. And I'm like, oh, Alabama. It's this guy. Oh, <laughs> it's this guy trying to trying to get me in a call. Nice. I'm like, I emailed him back. I was like, hey. Just uh, just give us a week, and then we'll yeah, set up. Yeah, like give me more than five minutes. Yeah, dude. Let me explore the software. You've already on got my own. our money, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, do because your software is great. Yeah, and but you had to like sign up and pay something, right? No, no, it's a free two week trial. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So yeah, compiling that database. I already compiled a database of every truck or all of the heavy trucks in the in the fleet and all the repair costs that these, oh, yeah. these trucks are costing us. And so is, is it like track historic prices? Like, oh, we spent like 30 grand on this yeah. vehicle in the past. Maybe it's time to just fucking shit can it and get a new one. Exactly. Oh, that's, that's essentially what I'm doing. Nice. What I did, I spreadsheeted it all out. Every truck, every year, every repair bill. Nice. That took a while. Yeah, I bet. And so now the software is going to come in and I get to transport all of that into that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Transpose all of that information to the new software. Sure. But yeah, it'll send reminders when you need boom inspections, when you need commercial vehicle nice. inspections, when you need anything. Nice. So that's uh, that's going to be that's going to be good. Cool. Yeah. That was essentially my work week. Had fun. a root canal in the middle of it. Oh, fun. Yeah. How did that go? <sighs> 
You never you never get used to the smell of burning teeth. Yeah, but you don't smell it as much anymore nowadays. No. No. Like back in the day when it's spit and rinse time, it's a little <laughs> different. Yeah. Now it's like you got your fucking mouth prophylactic in and they have one tooth exposed and uh, <laughs> yeah. they got the suction right in there. And uh, Yeah, it was my uh, front left canine yep. needed to get done. So it's like right underneath my nostril. So like a little it different. just went all up there. I'm like, oh, my God, that smells so bad. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Take care of your teeth, kids. You know what, though? It's crazy. Like, yeah, that is part of it. But like, it's also genetics, man. Oh, yeah. Like some people's teeth are just invincible. Yeah. For sure. Like, my teeth are pretty good for that. Like, I've had a few cavities over the years. But, like, my half-sisters, they have just atrocious teeth. They're just, like, disintegrating, basically. <laughs> and it's not because of lack of care. Yeah. It's just, it's just the genetics. way it is, basically. Huh. So, hmm. anyways. Yeah. That was, that was fun. I mean, you know, with the way that the... with. The, fr- the freezing uh-huh. works it's so it comes on so fast it just numbs you up so hard yeah and then it just it departs in like two hours it's crazy so they did it all in one go one go wow that's crazy yeah i had to go two times for huh? mine so they had to go clean it out i had a, i had a molar not a yeah. canine yeah but they had to go and remove all the root pulp and all that shit yep. seal it up then i had to go back and then they had to you know put in the post and everything like that oh, yeah. later so huh yeah well, not yeah. post. It's like one that threads into the hole, I guess, yeah. or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways. Yeah, with the way things are now, it's just, it's so, like, the so you, the topical, uh-huh. like, five minutes, you're just completely frozen. Yeah. She's like, all right, you might feel a quick, a little pinch when she applies the actual yeah. freezing on the inside. And I'm like, I don't feel anything. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, just grind it all out, suck it all up. And couple slap x-rays, a fakey one in there. And slap a, yeah, just a cap. Not a cap, but a filling. Yeah, my did they put a crown on it? Or no, anything? my insurance doesn't cover crowns. You got to get a crown. Yeah, I need a lot of crowns on in my mouth yeah, right now. You got to get the one on the because it'll just break. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways. but that costs big bucks, and I'm spending big bucks as we speak. Oh, right. I uh, I take possession of the house on the 27th. Oh wow! I've already had an electrician so in. You There's can a, move in. Yeah, well, so I can move in. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we'll just move everything out, move it all back in. Yeah, exactly. Just to, just to have you know have the feeling of moving. So you're gonna have to carry your wife over the threshold, you know. Yeah, so that's true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's currently a 70 amp panel in yes. here, and uh, by code you need a 100 amp panel. Yeah. So I had an electrician in here to. See how much it's going to cost to upgrade the panel. Oh, yeah. Because I'm going to go 200 amps. Oh, wow. Future-proof myself. Wow. You know, in case I want to put a hot tub or whatever outside. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's, it's crazy. Hot tub streams. I don't know if we'll ever move out of this place because I hate moving and I've, you know. Well, I'm, like I said last time, this is not a starter home. No, it's not. It's like the next step <laughs> beyond the, next the step. first starter home. So Though, when the one across the street sold for 425 Yeah. or 420 And how long ago was that? Not too long ago. Only 420? Yeah. That seems cheap, dude. Yeah, it's a small house. I know, it's a, but it's like a, it's an actual starter home over there. But like even on my house is worth more than that. Yes. It can't that house has to be at least as big as my house. Uh Maybe I don't think it's got no a basement. basement. Oh, okay. Or a, or a full basement anyway. Anyways. I'm not entirely sure. Okay. Now, none of the pictures on the MLS listing had any basement. It was yeah. just all upstairs and there's like I think there's four people living in there. Yeah, the, the family that moved in there is a family of four. Oh yeah, 
Yeah. So I can't remember what I was talking well, about. Well, you were talking panel. about you were the panel and then yeah, this house. Yeah, that was street. actually listed as the starter house. Mm-hmm. Got to upgrade the panel here. Mm-hmm. And it's going to cost, he said, somewhere around $8,000. Mm. Sucks, but it is what it is. It is what it is. I have the money saved up second guy to come in and look at it. No, these these guys come highly recommended to me from my electrician friends. So okay, I mean, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and use those them. That's uh, Funk Electric. Okay, they're uh, yeah. He came in, did his thing. Was nice. like this 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 has got to get upgraded. This got to get upgraded. And I was like, how about this this and this? And he's like, oh yeah, we can do that. But that involves going up in the attic and uh, oh yeah, a little asbestos. There possibly. might be a little asbestos. Yeah, I got to get in there. Get a mask on, yeah. dig in under because there's a it's all blown in insulation up there. So yeah. I got to dig around and see if there's still vermiculite in the bottom. Yeah. And if there's vermiculite in the bottom, I got to go and get it tested. Yeah. Because you can't be cutting into that if that's uh, vermiculite. Because yeah. I need a rain down on you. Yeah. I need a bathroom fan. There's no fan in the bathroom. Oh, yeah. And that's, you know, it sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you always have to have the window open mm-hmm. when you're showering or bathing or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, that that was my work week. And that's the 27th? That's, that's an the odd 27th. day to take possession. I, I don't know. That's just the day. I think it's because we had extended it and extended it a couple times. Mm-hmm. So, because I was having problems getting the financing. Mm-hmm. But now it's come to come to uh, pass. Nice. And the 27th, that's in uh, 11 days. And then right after that, you'll get an e-transfer of the money you're owed. Yes. Nice. Pretty much. <laughs> Use that money to pay for the electrical upgrade. Uh, that's, that's the idea here. <laughs> but as I talked about on the podcast uh-huh. before, you know, a uh-huh. couple, maybe three months in a row, uh-huh. there's a secret project <gasps> that I've been working on. Really? Yes. Tell me about it. Well, it's now time to reveal the secret project. No. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Some of you out there already know, but of course, I'm going to say that... Uh, the Cantaloupe's board game and card game scene is kind of kind of iffy. The store's kind of iffy around here. Well, isn't it store now? It's store. Yeah. For a, a traditional board game store. Because there was another one, but it closed. It closed. Just recently. Yep. Haven Games, they unfortunately closed. Uh-huh. What do you and mean it's fortunate now? It, it's, <laughs> it's fortunate in the way that we know why they closed, and it's not to do with the lack of desire or want for this kind of store. So we're opening up a board game store, a card game store, <gasps> oh. a gaming store in general. Wow. It's going to be your one-stop shop for all things gaming, eventually. Eventually. <laughs> eventually. We're going to have it. It is called the Game Hub. It is oh, the hub for all things gaming. I see. <laughs> Makes sense. Yes. And right now we're in the midst of doing our uh, market research push. Yes. And if you're listening to this, you might have gotten one of our flyers in your mailbox. Little uh, little pixel art flyer. Want to game? It's right on there on yep. the desk. If you haven't, if you're watching this live, and you can win a hundred dollar Amazon gift card if you fill out the survey. If Nine Arsons wins this survey gift card, I'm gonna be real upset. He doesn't live in Calus. He's he's he can't. Okay, is that part <laughs> of the terms and conditions. That's part of the terms and conditions. Okay. Is you need to live in Calus in order to claim the prize. Fair enough. <laughs> so we went out uh, up by Bert Edwards School of Trades and Technology. I don't know what it is called up there. It's some um, a primary some, school. It's it's a it's a technical <laughs> school. It's weird. It's a primary school, but it's also like a technical yeah. school. 
So that's one of our target areas mm-hmm. we've identified through using. Uh, there's a tool on Canada Post mm-hmm. that allows you to search the entire place via like if there's kids at home, what the average income is, oh, and, yeah. and it'll give you a list of places that you should you that's can from go. Canada Post. That's from Canada Post. Weird. It's so you can do marketing campaigns through oh, Canada yeah. Post. But you just stole the their yeah. Work. We're just using the data because <laughs> it's uh, data. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We got five thousand flyers printed out uh-huh. on Vistaprint mm-hmm. via Vistaprint. Nice. It was pretty cheap to do so, and yep. it's a nice cardstock, glossy flyer. It looks super good. I like I like that how it feels. Stuff. Yeah, it looks okay. nice. And so yeah, we've identified a few areas to go out. And yesterday was our first first go round of handing these things out. And mm-hmm. we were up at the course of the school. There were four hundred and sixty homes that we delivered to. Damn. And it was thirteen kilometers of walking. It took us four hours to do. Okay. And now there's there's many many other areas we need to hit. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> There's up in Bachelor, we want to do up there, and there's a thousand homes up there. Mm-hmm. That's going to take a while. And we found out there's a, with the Canada posting, you'd find out how many homes are actually on the North Shore, and there's 13,000. 13,000, eh? Yeah. Crazy. Which is a little bit more than when we were first looking, so they must have updated it oh, yeah. at some point. Because, yeah, there's 13,000, so we can hit just under or just over a third of the homes crazy that are around here and so that's what we do we got a couple areas we targeted and uh that's probably what i'm gonna do later on today is go hit one of them areas oh my god a lot of <laughs> foot foot walking yeah i put down 20 20 kilometers yesterday nice in total because we're uh we're painting the fence out back too Decent. and i went down to there was decks on the beach some ravers down on the beach at pioneer park last night oh, yeah. or yesterday so i went down there to hand out a couple flyers oh yeah because I was invited down as well. And yeah, Haven cool. Games closed. It's crazy. So why did they close? Uh, somebody bought the building and ah, booted them out. I see. Hate when that happens. Yeah. So that. Uh, so they were like, we're not even going to move. We're just going to shut up shop. From what we can tell from their Facebook page is that they're permanently closing. Crazy. I'm not going to move shop. Crazy, crazy, crazy. I mean, there's a whole lot of stuff. That was going on there that I won't get into on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Maybe, you know, for bonus stuff. Okay. But not for the regular people. because you know. <laughs> Nubs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of stuff going on in the background that uh, that definitely assisted Ooh. them in closing. Ooh, the juicy gossip. The juicy goss. You have to spill the tea. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we're hoping to be build, get this place going on the North Shore. Nice. Be the first of its kind on the North Shore. Because there's nothing... There's nothing over here for that kind of thing, you know? There's no... Uh, not in a while, there's that's just, for sure. The only entertainment kid style is... Uh, oh, what is it called now? Well, Fun Factor? Fun Factor, yeah. Yeah, it's still there. Yeah. Fun Factor is there, but like, there's no shops or anything like that that there's carry... There's no shops, period. No shops, there. period. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing. So we Unless want you to... you want to buy groceries, basically. Yeah. You want to buy groceries or... Uh, vaping products. Uh, I guess there's Canadian Tire too. But yes. I mean, who goes to Canadian Tire? <laughs> I do all the time. Oh. I was there today. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I right. was there before you showed up because I had to get some flap discs because I'm repainting my fence and I want to oh. sand them down ever so slightly. I see. Yes. Well, that's exciting. I'm jealous. Um, yeah, it's exciting. I have no idea what our timeline is going to be. I think 
are the end of the marketing camp marketing campaign is going to be August the 31st. Okay. And that's well, hopefully we can get them out by then. <laughs> there's a lot of flyers to hand out and uh, it's just us. It's mm-hmm. just us doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 20 so, yeah. kilometers yesterday. Yeah. Not Super too exciting. Shabby. Super exciting. I've got we've got so many plans, so many good ideas coming through that it's just going to be the place to go. Our goal is to be the place to go in BC. And your competition left in town is, is too all, dirty. <laughs> well, there's all aboard games and then there's also high octane. Yeah. And those are mainly the two competition. High octane competition. is not really a game shop though, is it? No, it is. It's more of a comic book shop. Isn't it's it? a comic book shop, but it's also a game shop. They're the biggest retailer of Warhammer in the, uh, in Kamloops. Oh yeah. And they're oh, really the only retailer. Is that now. Warhammer place that was over by subway still there? That was like half Warhammer, half flower shop or something like that. Oh, uh, what? Yeah, there was a wargaming place over there. Huh. I can't remember what it's called or if it's even there anymore. We'll yeah, it was inside it. like it was inside another business. Hmm. Yeah, I can't remember. Crazy. We'll have to look into it. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of stuff because we got to find all the competition because we're trying to get our uh, burn them down our business business plan together so we can get uh, a loan yes 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 because cool. we're gonna need we're gonna need a loan gonna need a couple denarios <laughs> gonna need a couple denarios yeah super excited hopefully we're gonna be able to get this up and running this year mm-hmm. and yeah we'll be the be best fun. the best place in Kamloops the biggest place in the interior we're gonna be the one-stop shop and the destination the people will come from all around to be at the store and participate in our events wow that's the goal that's the goal eh that's the goal sweet yes other than that, I like it. I played Crab Champions. What the fuck is Crab <laughs> Champions? I saw you streaming it last night on Discord, and I was like, I'm not even going to go look at this. <laughs> uh, Crab Champions is a roguelike third-person shooter where you're a crab, and you shoot other crabs and slugs. <laughs> okay. And flying skulls for some reason, which doesn't really... It's kind of weird. Yeah. But it's all like... Super happy tropical music. Okay. Bounce around like on islands. Rave. Just blasting other crabs with your shotguns. And then upgrading as far as you can go. Did you pay money for this? Yes. Oh wow. Yes. Because okay. it's a it's a roguelike shooter. And I'm I'm all about roguelike shooters. Uh-huh. Uh and yeah, that's pretty much all I played other than, you know, idle clicker games. And game club. And game club, of for course. For later. Yakuza yes. Zero. Yakuza Zero. That sounds how did you even find that game? Uh, I was watching a YouTuber play it. Dangerously funny. Oh, my God. Why don't you marry those guys? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he is Canadian and he's from around here somewhere. He's he's BC boy. Oh, really? Yeah. Crazy. Um, yeah, it sounds like something you'd enjoy. Yes, it definitely is enjoyable. I didn't play anything else that I can think of except getting some achievements in ARC. But yeah. I cheated them. <laughs> you cheated them? Yeah, because, like, for whatever reason, they allow you to use command. Like, you can use the command line in Arc on Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> what? So, yeah, you just hit right bumper, left bumper, X and Y, and it brings up the command line. And, huh. be like, one of the achievements is, like, get to max level. And it's just like, oh, give myself a million experience points. <laughs> I'm max level. I did it. <laughs> I'm just trying to do it to get uh, my points on Game Pass. Yeah, of course. Because it's like every day if you unlock one achievement in a Game Pass game. You get whatever amount of points. Yeah. I saw you fire it up and I was like. Yeah, that game is fucking terrible, dude. (laughs) 
<laughs> I tried to play it. That's the only reason I'm doing it is because I tried it and I got an achievement. Yeah. So I had like one achievement out of 30. <laughs> and I was like, I don't want to play this game. And I was like, oh, I can cheat the achievements. Perfect. <laughs> so I like, I you know, I tamed a Tyrannosaurus Rex and I rode it around. But it's like, you just use a command line. Force tame. Oh, it's mine. <laughs> I own it now. Well, there you go. So I did that. And then I don't think I played anything else, really. Hmm. No, I don't think so. No, there you go. That's yeah, strange, actually. Huh? That's strange. Well, I mean, I, I played... I Okay, I guess I did play Minecraft on stream. The Trampacraft Season 5 started oh, yeah, up yeah. again. So I was, like, on there uh, doing some stuff, messing about. And then a lot of the... Working in those containers, by the end of the day, I'm like, nope, <laughs> I'm too tired to do anything <laughs> else. I have no energy to do any, like, talking to people, so I'm not yeah. going to stream. So I would just, like, watch YouTube videos of, like, <laughs> people disappearing and stuff like that. I don't, the YouTube algorithm, dude, all of a sudden I'll be like, hey, watch this video about, like, missing hikers. And I'll watch one and I'll be like, hey, here's another one. Do you want to watch that? And I'll be like, yeah, I do want to watch that. <laughs> So I was doing that, and then I played Yakuza Zero, and I was gonna play Days Gone yesterday night. After that, because yesterday was our mutual friend Bobby's birthday. Oh, and he had no birthday plans, so I was gonna play Days Gone for him. But I was so fucking tired. I was just like, I can't do it. I'm, yeah, I apologize. I apologize. So, other than that, I don't. Yeah, just sure. nothing really. So I'll say. I got the 4K Fire Stick, right? Oh, yeah, right. And so you can just hook a Xbox controller up to it and do Amazon Luna. Oh, crazy. So I did that oh, to how try did it out. Go? It was awful. It was awful. <laughs> the input latency was so bad. Really? On every game I tried That's that crazy. I was like, oh, no, this is, it's literally unplayable. Because when I was playing it here after the last week's podcast, mm -hmm. it was fine. But so maybe that's because I'm hardwired. Yeah, I know. But I, don't, I know. don't think so because the worst, the only bad thing that happens when you're wireless, at least for me via the Xbox, is that it's like the video is like a 240p yeah. video, but the yeah. the latency for controls is fine. Hmm. Um, it just looks like absolute trash, <laughs> and that's yeah. only sometimes. Yeah. Um, it's. Do you think it's just a delay between the how long it takes the Fire Stick to just display on your tv i don't know yeah i switch it to gaming mode no difference you should just slap awful. it into like a monitor that a has gaming monitor. usb you know yeah on it and just see if it's the tv i would be i would be shocked i wouldn't be i wouldn't be shocked if it's the tv because that tv is always doing weird ass shit all the time yeah but playing yakuza fine off the pc fine anything like that yeah but that's not cloud based oh no. yeah i yeah i guess so yeah, I don't know. Oh, maybe maybe that's what I'll do. I'll I'll try it on the I'll try Luna on the PC. Yeah. To the TV and yeah, see yeah. what happens, and then Luna on the Fire Stick, which was of course got off. I would have playable. to think it's. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Who knows? But yeah, yeah, when I do cloud gaming on Xbox, it's just looks like I'm watching like a real player video from like <laughs> 2000. <laughs> An MP2. Yeah, basically, and uh, <laughs> the controls fine. It controls at a perfect rate but it's just like wow i can barely see what's happening <laughs> so and that's nice. only sometimes though recently like when i play arc i don't i haven't don't have it downloaded i play it through cloud gaming of course and i'll start it up and they'll be like well you're gonna have to wait there's a lot of people playing right now and i was just like what when did this happen 
open up another server, you bitch. <laughs> I'm paying for Game Pass Ultimate here. So, yeah. And that was it for uh, wa- uh, gaming. I yeah. did watch something, though. Oh, what'd you watch? I watched Squid Game. Nice! I watched the first episode of Squid Game. Yeah? At first, I had it on in English. English dub. Yep. But I also have subtitles on because just my TV sucks. And yeah, yeah. Whatever. And the English dub didn't match the subtitles. Like, they would say things, and I'd be like, that's not what it says on my screen. So I was reading along, and then they'd say something different, and I was like... I can't. I can't do it this way. <laughs> yeah, Either you, turn off the subtitles or change it to Korean. Yeah, or you'd have to put it in closed captioning. Yeah, maybe. So I was just like, fuck it, I'll put it in Korean. And I was like, oh, it's way different in Korean. Because first of all, <laughs> in the first scene basically see in the game is Buddy's at home with his mom. Mm-hmm. And she's like, hey, don't forget, it's so-and-so's birthday. Like, buy her fried chicken. She likes fried chicken. And he's like, Mom, I'm not going to forget. Like, I know it's her birthday. I'm going to take her out for a nice meal. And she's like, okay. And she gives him like a thousand won or whatever. Yeah. And then I'm like, I have to change it to Korean. And I change it to Korean. And instantly, it's gone from him going like, hey, I know, Mom. It's my, He's like, I know. Like, just yelling in Korean <laughs> at them. And I was like, whoa, it's way different in Korean. Like, it oh, looked, yeah. it's like so like he's like mellow in English. But then it's like very authoritative yelling in Korean. Yes. And I was like, whoa, it's a big difference in the way it like sounds, you know? Yeah. Well, it's a, a it's also a cultural thing. No, I know. I know. I know. But it was just like, whoa, <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> but yeah, I watched the first episode and eh, I'm not going to watch anymore. No, no. I mean, I knew it was like they're going to get killed and all that stuff. But I just was like, I don't know. I'm sure if I watched it could like at the time with everybody else, I probably would have been like, oh, okay, cool. But now it's just like, eh. it was fine. <laughs> it was fine. It was like, well, like the special effects were good and yeah. the acting was good and the directing was good and blah, 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 blah. But I just was like, as they're getting shot and everything, I just was like, eh, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to care if anyone else lives or dies in this show. So. You haven't gotten into the, into the end game that that's where it gets unhinged. I guess I never will. <laughs> <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> I very doubt I'm going to watch anymore. Yeah. It just, it was fine. Yeah. I just was like, eh, whatever. Yeah. There you go. And then I watched the movie Smile. Yeah. Oh? Yeah. I don't, I don't know what that is. It's a horror movie. It's called Smile. I guess I should have guessed. Um, It stars a Nepo baby. I don't know how to say her first name, but she's Kevin Bacon's daughter. Oh, okay. And Kira Sedgwick. Sozie Bacon or something like that. Sozie? It's S-O-S-I-E, I think is her name. Huh. I don't know how to pronounce it. Yeah. Um, but it's about, uh, she's a psychiatrist and she dealing with like people that are mentally unwell. Mm-hmm. And she's a young girl comes in and she's like, you know, having an episode and saying how like no one believes her. There's an evil entity coming to get her and it like pretends to be other people. And they're always smiling at me all the time. But it's not a warm and loving smile. It's like an evil smile. And then the girl like kills herself in front of her. But she has like this crazy smile on her face while she's (laughs) doing it. Yeah. And then she sees people smiling at her afterwards. It's kind of like the it's kind of like she got a disease. Basically, it's like an STD. Yeah. And it follows you around or whatever. It was interesting. I liked it. It was enjoyable. Um, I would recommend it. Yeah, it was good. Hmm. 
It wasn't the weirdest horror movie I've ever seen, but it had some good scares in it and everything that weren't really jump scares. Yeah. They were a bit, you know, <laughs> but it's hard to jump scare me on my TV at home because it's not nearly loud enough. Yeah. But I could tell in the theater, I was like, oh, yeah, that would have been a jump scare for sure. Yeah. And it also doesn't have all its working pixels. Well, you know, there's just like 99.9% <laughs> of them are working fine, you know? It's just the one green line down the middle of the TV. Yeah. It's no big deal. Um, did I talk about when I watched Men? Uh, no. I watched Men uh, like a few weeks ago. It's about a woman whose husband dies and she goes to the countryside to like... Rest and recuperate after he dies. Yep. It's very weird. Hmm. That one's super weird uh, and disturbing near the end. I liked it, but I was like, what the fuck? Um, some disturbing imagery at the end of that <laughs> one where you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> mm. uh, I would recommend it though. Yeah. Um, but that reminded me, like, as I was watching the Smile movie, I was reminded I have a conversation. I Well, one-sided conversation because I was on stream. <laughs> I was talking and I was reading the chat. But um, That's a conversation. It's two-sided. Yeah, it was about Nepo babies. And um, I don't... I think it's the One Piece live-action show is coming. I think that's what it was talking about. And it was... We were talking about, you know... I was talking to the Tank about it, one of our friends, and... I was like, oh, yeah, that's coming. Are you going to watch that? And he's like, yeah, I'm going to watch the whole thing. And I'm sure I'm going to hate it the whole time. I'm going to watch it, right? Yeah. And then he, I don't know if it is One Piece or if it's something else. But he's like, oh, yeah, like so-and-so is going to be in this movie. And I was like, oh, okay, whatever. That's cool. I don't know who that is. And he's like, oh, that's Sonny Chiba's grandson. And I don't know if you're familiar with Sonny Chiba. I've heard the name. Famous martial artist from Japan who was in like Street Fighter Son of Street Fighter. He was in Kill Bill. He played, um, uh, what's his name? Made the Swords for her. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's him, Sonny Chiba. And he's like, yeah, his grandson's in it. And I was like, okay, like, who cares? Who's his grandson? <laughs> and we got into a discussion about Nepo Babies, about, like, you know, maybe they could be the greatest actor in the world, but they still have a leg up on a regular person. Oh, yeah, for sure. And... It wasn't really an argument, but it was kind of like he 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 was like, "Why are you acting like this about these these people? Like you sound like you're a crazy man." <laughs> and I was like, "Well, I'm not real. I don't think so. I just was arguing that like, sure, they may maybe these little nepo babies are good actors. Like that could be true, and maybe they didn't actually use their name to get a job. I mean, you know, with for example, Sosie Bacon, she didn't change her last name or pretend not to be Kevin Bacon's daughter. Obviously, your name's Sosie Bacon. Yes, but like, even if they did do something like that, the difference between like a regular you or me trying to become an actor and a famous person is like, I have to go to work mm-hmm. and then go to a audition. audition, and if I don't get a job as an actor, I have to go to work. Whereas, like, if I'm a famous person's son. It's like, I just go and I act. (laughs) Yep. I do acting lessons. I don't have to have a job. If acting doesn't work out for me, I'm not going to end up on the street so I can just commit full time to it. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's just a different thing for regular people. Yeah. So I kind of, whenever it's like, Oh, this person's a famous person's kid. I'm always just like, "Eh." (laughs) I'm not too into it, you know, like whatever. But the only one that may be a little different for me would be maybe if they were like, and that's the other thing too, is like, 
if I'm Kevin Bacon and I was like, call my producer friends and be like, hey, my daughter is trying out for this role. Keep an eye out for her. Put a good word in. <laughs> and, you know, you could get a job doing acting. Yeah. It's sort of like when I see like a famous athlete's child is going into the sport and they make it. I, I feel that's a little different <laughs> because you can't like you can be a bad actor and still work. Yep. Like Clint Eastwood's son in the first movie I saw him in. Atrocious. <laughs> Terrible. Uh, he was the worst part of the movie. Terrible actor. But he's Clint Eastwood's son. Yeah. So whatever. But whereas like if like Vladimir Guerrero's son. He has to be good at baseball to play baseball. Yes. And he is good. He's great. He just won the home run derby. <laughs> but like. It's a little different with that sort of thing where you can't just be like, hey, you should uh, put my son on your team. And be like, are you crazy? No, <laughs> no. he can't play. Yeah, we got to win pennants yeah. here. So I don't know. It's the same thing with like singing and stuff, too. I don't know. Like, it's like, why do we care about Jaden Smith singing or like Willow Smith singing? We don't. Well, people do, though. <laughs> yeah. And it's but like, with, I think with singing, it's a little bit different because you have the full power of the social media platform. Well, that and they can just auto-tune you, too. You don't actually have to have Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, everyone's auto-tuned these days, so whatever. What? (laughs) (laughs) There's there's always slight auto-tuning that makes it so you can do it in one take. You don't have to faff about, you know? I mean, there's been, like, that's been going on forever. Like, even before auto-tune, like, if you go back and listen to, like, the Kiss live albums, they're all cobbled together of different cuts of the tracks they performed live to get the best parts (laughs) of each song, you know? They recorded them live, but... We'll play the audio track of the crowd from this concert because that sounds better than this concert and slice them all together and everything like that. <laughs> Anyways, I've never, whenever I hear someone's in, like their fa- parents are a famous, I'm just like, oh, I kind of lose a little bit of, I don't know. I don't know if respect's yeah. the right word, but. I uh, I thought about acting oh, after really? high school. Oh. Yeah. But the amount of work that I would have need to have done, I would have had to move to a big city, gone to all this stuff, work all this 12 hours a day, 12 hours a day, go do acting for, yeah. try to get a job. When I was that up. age, not into it, not into that amount of work. No, it's a lot different now. Well, that amount for me, that amount of work is nothing now. It's a little different too. When you've got like something you're going to be, you're building on your own rather than, yeah, for sure. Like, you know, maybe like, yeah, like at work for me, it's like, okay, I could, I mean, I work hard at work, but it's like, do I give 110%? Absolutely not. (laughs) Are you kidding me? I do. I'm not going to say the bare minimum, but I do like what's required. Yes. But I have no like skin in the game with it. Mm -hmm. So like, why the fuck would I go above and beyond Yeah. to like, improve the business that i have no part of like are you kidding me if it was something that i was part of though it'd be like oh yeah i can work 12 hours today that's fine whereas now to be like i'm not working 12 hours are you kidding me yeah with the with the size of the business that you work for i don't the amount of work that you put in does not affect the bottom line oh well no i mean it it doesn't it's like if you put in more work it's not going to help the business no not in really any i mean sense, really i'm pretty much i mean not to say like whatever but like everything that's pretty much sold in the store comes through me so yeah i do have a big part of the bottom line yeah but it's not like yeah it's not like i would be 
improving anything that if I worked more, would it improve it that much more? Maybe, but I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it might, but it'd be like, but like, why would I put that effort into that right? when I could do nothing at home, <laughs> <laughs> which is what I do now. Yeah. So. The, uh, yeah, the company you work for is, is pretty large and they're, yeah. they're, a, it's a, it's a cross BC essentially. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you, uh, you're just maintaining one store. Uh, well, I mean, I buy for every store. You buy for every store, but yeah. yeah. Anyways, it's whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Tangent time, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I always put in, uh, I don't know how much effort I put in. I, I couldn't quantify it with a percentile, but I'm always putting in new systems that the company adopts wide. <laughs> yeah. Like that's the thing too, is like, I could spend all this effort to get things changed at work. Yeah. But like, why the fuck would I? Like, there's no, like, upside for me to do it. Yeah. Like, maybe it would make things for me to do a little bit easier, but then I'd have to deal with everybody else and getting it going and blah, blah, blah. Like, that's when I when I first started dealing with a woman in the office. I was like, um, well, why do we do it like this? Couldn't we set it up like this way? She's like, oh, yeah, we could get them to do that. But, like, if we want them to do that, we're going to have to, you know work with them and get them to do that. And she's like, if you want to deal with them and work with them to do that, you can. And I was like, no, I don't want to. Do that. <laughs> I don't, I don't feel like that's a good idea. I mean, it would probably improve things. Yeah. But like, if it's kind of like, meh. Well, yeah. Okay. If you're telling me meh, like, why am I going to be like, oh yeah. Okay. Sure. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like, even then some of the things where I've been like, we should change it this way. At first she poo pooed them. Like yeah. when we first started dealing with her. And I asked her again about it recently and she's like, oh yeah, we could do that. Like when I do ordering, we have it set up. So we have certain things we only want at certain times of the year. So yeah. there's things yeah, I yeah. want in spring, things I want year round, things I want in fall. Right. Mm -hmm. And we use codes to determine them. Right. So every, every day item that I order all the time, code five, if I want a winter item, that's code six. But if I want a spring item, that's code seven. Yeah. And unfortunately our fucking ordering system is so damn archaic that you can only do things in one way so like in a normal like even when you're printing something right mm -hmm. and you say i want to get i want to print page one and five and seven and it's like there you go print it in this program the only way you can do it is i want to print page five to six <laughs> so like if i want to do an order and get things for spring and every day i have to make an order for every day and i have to make an order for spring two yeah. separate orders but because the numbers of Every day and fall or five and six, I can be in fall time. I can be like one order. They're together. Mm -hmm. But because code spring is code seven, I can't go. I want code five to five and seven. No, 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 no. I can only do five and then a whole order other for seven. So I was like, why don't we make spring four? <laughs> and she's like, no, we can't do that. And I was like, oh, OK, whatever. And then that was like a year or two ago. And then I asked her recently about it. Like, why? couldn't we do this you know mm -hmm. and she's like oh we were planning to use four for something else but we could use it for that now <laughs> it's like well couldn't we have used used another number instead of four back then like what the fuck yeah there's doing? literally infinite amounts of numbers there's a lot of things where she'll they'll do something and then immediately i'll be like why did we do it this way like could you not just even ask me <laughs> like maybe my thoughts on it like we ordered tarps from china we had to make our own codes yeah. Every other company in the world that does tarps, their UPCs have their first five digits, which are the same. And then the last five digits 
end up being the size. Yeah. So if you want a tarp, you look for the first five digits and it'll go zero, two, zero, four, zero. Then you know that one's 20 by 40. Mm-hmm. Three, zero, four, zero, 30 by 40. Really easy. So when we got our tarps, no, no, no. Six by eight, that's number three. <laughs> that's a number three tarp. Yeah. Like <laughs> 20 by 30. Oh, that's one, seven, three, two, nine. And as soon as we, I got the list, I was like, oh, we should have done it like this. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Oh, well, too late now. <laughs> it's like, fuck. Because then when you want to find, like, now I can, before I could be like, oh, we don't have this tarp here. Do we have some hidden around somewhere? I could, I would know the number. Yeah. I could go and now I have to like look up. Okay. What's the code for the eight by 10 tarp? I don't fucking know. I got to go track it down and find everything. It's like, oh my God. Anyways, whatever. It's a big Yeah. But due to sometimes I got time on my hands, mm-hmm. I would have already like got a new system demoed up and be like, Hey, this is the new system we should be using. Yeah. I mean, they're already in our system, so it's like they're printed in China. They're already labeled. Yeah. It's too late now. So I said, like, <laughs> next time we're doing something that has sizes like that, maybe we can do it that way. Maybe we oh, can do okay. it an easier way. Well, it's not even easier. It's just like, I don't know, dude. I'll see them do stuff before I would be like, unless they ask me now, I don't say anything. Yeah. If they get my advice or want to know my opinion on it, then I'll be like, oh, this is, you know, what we should do or whatever. But now I'll hear them talking and be like, well, the, the most recent one was that sort of like made me stop doing it was we ordered all the floaties from China. Mm-hmm. We carried them before, like you get your donut or whatever. <laughs> yep. And I remember I'm sitting there and I did the order. I made the order up, right? Yep. I did it all. And I hear her talking on the phone to the guy that we deal with, that he's the guy contacted China. So I make the order. I give it to him. He deals with China, right? Yeah. And I hear her and she's like, okay, we'll need to make codes for all the floaties. Okay. There's 20 different ones. I can make 20 codes and I'll send them to you. I just need the item code and blah, 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 blah. So she hangs up and I'm like, are you making codes for those floaties? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, they come with UPCs on them. You don't need to. <laughs> they're pre-coded. And he's, she's like, no, they're, they're, they have, they have, we have to get our own code for them. And I'm like, no, they come, they have their own codes on them. And she's like, no, no. So I was like, okay, whatever. Make your own codes. So then when we finally get them and the owner's outside, we're unloading. He's like, give me a second here. And he like opens a box up and he's like, God damn it. And I was like, what? He's like, they have codes on them already. (laughs) And I was like, oh, that's all I said. Right. He kind of looked at me. He's like, what? And I was like, well, when we ordered them, I, I, I told them that they had codes and not to make them, but they didn't listen to me. And he's like, God fucking damn it. (laughs) So then he called her and like yelled at her, I think. But I just was like, like, why would you not take my word? Right. That I know what's going on. And the other thing too, is like, I like, she's like, Oh, they told us we need codes. I'm like, okay, well maybe we need codes. I don't know. I guess it's possible. And then she said something like, well, we're going to make custom codes anyways, because you know that they like to look at how these things sail and we want to keep them separate and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, but we don't need separate codes to do that. I can just say like, (laughs) show me how many we sold between June and December (laughs) of these codes, of this code. We don't need a separate code. (laughs) Anyways, it was a whole like wasted amount because wasted time because they made the code. She made them. But it was also a waste of time and money in China because, you know, what they, they did use the codes. And you know what they did with the code? They printed a sticker and put it on the external of every case. 
So it was a case of like 20 floaties. Yeah. And this code that we made is a piece of paper stuck on the outside. Yeah. And it was like, well, we're not even using these. So <laughs> it was a waste of money for them to label them for us. Yeah. No kidding. Anyways, it turned into a bitch session, bitch session there. Yeah. I'll shut up now. <laughs> well, as we as we spoke in the pre-show, uh-huh. I love a good database. I love a good database. Yes. I've been making databases all yep. the time. Yeah. I love sorting stuff out. Mm-hmm. It's good. So yeah, when the new, when the store comes in, whew, it's gonna be a damn good inventory database. Let me oh tell you. Oh my god! <laughs> no kidding, eh? Although oh it's god. gonna be hard to inventory and database all the cards. Well, you're not gonna inventory them all. Oh yeah, all of them. No, 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 no. Oh yeah, no, no, no. Because someone you're gonna have the box of commons, and Buddy's gonna go. Let me see the whites, and he's gonna buy ten whites, and you're not gonna fucking inventory his 10 Benelish heroes that he bought. Oh, yeah, 10 Benelish heroes. No, they gotta are be you there. kidding me, dude? <laughs> Anything that's in the display case or like in the binders, but you're not going to inventory all the commons. Come on. There's a robot that has every single magic card already in the software. Okay. And it will scan, sort, and inventory every single card. So when a guy buys 10 commons, you're going to put it in the machine to sort out his 10 commons every time? Well, no, I'll just check them off the list. You know, you scan them out. Oh, my God. How are you going to scan them? You just go 10 Benelish heroes. Done. And so what if I buy what if I buy 100 different commons? Oh, yeah. No. Fuck. Go you think Buddy's going to wait to buy 100 commons and be like, sorry, I got to I got to <laughs> type these in manually while there's, you wait. There's, there's to spend, a system to spend 50 cents. There's a system. It'll okay. happen. Oh, my God. I don't know how it's going to happen. I don't know happen. how it's going to happen either. Everything needs to be organized and sorted in inventory. I don't think the commons need to be sorted and inventoried. There's expensive commons. But they wouldn't be in the common <laughs> box, dude. They'd be in the shelf. Those ones you inventory. But the bullshit cards? You're going to have a, a th- like 10,000 commons and they're all going to be inventoried? No. That just, are worth 10 just, cents just each? Just four play sets. Just play sets. Play sets? Yeah. What do you mean play You sets? don't need to have 10,000 of the same card. No, I know. You just need play sets. But like, what if I need, I'm making a theme deck and I want 25, I don't know any card, but Benelish Hero. <laughs> uh, you can't have 25 in a deck. Okay. Well, what if I'm doing a decorative wall and I need 25 Benelish Heroes? Then you're going to have to go somewhere else because <laughs> oh. I'm only going to have four. You're all, And if I come in with a thousand cards to sell, you're going to go through, but I'll take four Benelish Heroes. No, I'm going to say I'll t- this is $6. Yeah. This is all commons. This is $6. This yeah. is a bulk purchase. Yeah. And then we'll go through it, see what's there, uh-huh. sort and then, it out. But, but as I come in, I want an itemized receipt. Oh, yeah. Easy. That's what the robot's for. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how fast the robot works, but I it's, just uh, think it's super for, cool. For cards that are worth, like, jack shit, and you're going to inventory them all, that seems outrageous to me. Well, what if you want four Benelish heroes? Well, you go, there's the white common box. Start digging. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't think anywhere does that. Well, Zemonics used to. Zemonics, yeah. I haven't bought magic cards since then. But like if I go into a magic shop now, if I go to all aboard and I go, I want four Benelish heroes. Yes, they go to the bees. And they dig and it they out. And they pull the box and they dig them out. Oh, my God. Really? For a five cent card? Yeah. Oh, my God. That is ridiculous. Anyways, I haven't bought magic cards in a long time, so I'm, uh, I'm out of touch. <laughs> well, a lot of the sales down there are online. Yeah. And so you'd need to go find the cards. You need to know if you got them in stock. Do they really list commons on the website? 
Everything's on the website. Oh my god! There's actual uh, uh, the hell is those called? I don't know. I can't remember. P- what is POEs? It? POSs. POS. POS software uh-huh. that tracks everything through that. And it's a uh, it's a uh, it's called Binder POS, and it's basically just for Magic cards and Pokemon cards and all kinds of cards. And it's got the whole database in there. Are you going to list commons on your website? It depends on the common, I think. Okay, we're talking about a five cent common. If I say common, it's worth five cents. That's what I mean by common. I would imagine we'd have to. You think so? I think so. Okay. That just seems see. like a lot Let of work see. for absolutely zero upside to me. Because <laughs> no one's going to be like, oh yeah, drop in a Benelish hero. <laughs> oh yeah, 20 cent common, 10 cent common, 10 cent common. Oh my God. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm just on the, I'm looking at the website now. Okay. 75 cent. Oh, that's a 75 cent rare. Okay, but that's different. I'm talking about cards that are worth like under a quarter. Yeah. Yeah. They're all on the website right here. Oh my God. <laughs> 20 cents, that's 10 cents. Atrocious. Everything gets scanned in on this. Okay. Oh, yeah. There varies. Oh, oh, $14 common. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And, but, uh, any, anyway, I mean, I mean, common's worth nothing. Obviously, yeah. I'm not talking about a common from Alpha. Yeah. Obviously, that's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, they're, they're listed on the website. So, okay. All the board does it. All righty. Uh, seems atrocious to me. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Okay. Are Jack Daniels whiskey barrel smoking chips pretentious or not? <laughs> what a weird question. <laughs> pretentious? Are they a pretentious item? So what did you smoke and what did you use your whiskey barrel smoking chips to smoke? I smoked ribs. No, they're not pretentious, dude. <laughs> but are they Jack Daniels barrel chips? I would say probably not. Yeah. They're probably whiskey barrels. They're they're definitely whiskey barrels and they have the Jack Daniels label on them. Yeah. They're not pretentious. That's something <laughs> you can buy for with any other smoking chip. Yeah. No, if anything, it's like they've just found a way to turn garbage into something you spent money for. Yeah. That's like when I saw bacon that advertised that it was corn cob smoked. I was like, oh, they're literally burning garbage to smoke <laughs> corn, like bacon now. Delicious. That's great. Um, no, it's just it's like, yeah. Oh, shit. We have a lot of chicken bones left over. What can we use these chicken bones for? You know, it's not pretentious, though. No, it's, it's a popular. You, you can make a chicken bone powder. Yeah. And make it like a chicken bone flour. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> no, it's not pretentious. But how did the ribs turn out? Uh, too salty. Too salty. I uh, I used too much salt in the rub. Oh, yeah. I used a, a store-bought rub, and it was just too salty. Oh, yeah, it was yeah, disappointing. Yeah. We had to put a sweet barbecue sauce on it. Oh, to I make think them I acceptable. saw these on Facebook yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I saw them. Yeah, I brined them for 24 hours. That's a long time. And then smoked them regular for two hours, and then barbecue and then charcoal barbecued them. Oh, yeah. There we go. Pretty good, pretty good. Still pretty good, a little salty, but that's okay. Still good, a little salty. Uh, yeah. No, it's not pretentious. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Uh, were, you worried, you, were you worried that I was going to say yes? No, I, I didn't care. I was just wondering <laughs> just what you wondering. were going to say. Okay. 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 <laughs> now, uh-huh. I'll ask your opinion on another thing. Okay. Patreon.com uh, forward slash stream void pond. Yes, sir. What do you think about that? I think I should stop subscribing to my own <laughs> Patreon. <laughs> Probably. 
Ladies and gentlemen, for just a dollar a month, you can get access to the post-stream content, the pre-stream content, our bonus videos, and all the things that are associated with the Stream Void podcast. Yes. You get the show early uh-huh. on Sunday instead of on Wednesday like everybody else. Even though Erotic. That's not a lot of time in between, but, you know, whatever. I mean, for those guys <laughs> that listen to it on Monday morning at work. Yep. So if you want to support these two dudes and the things that they do, talking at the microphone, talking mm-hmm. into your face holes, just throw money straight at the screen. Indeed. And you'll need a dollar a month. When is the gaming-related podcast, board gaming-related podcast going to start? I don't know. Oh, scary. I know. It all depends on who's got time, right? Oh, yeah. Because the uh, the board game store is going to be a... Uh, part-time s- endeavor? <laughs> a, 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 well, part-time for me, but still full-time. It'll yeah. be like working two full-time jobs. Exactly. I will be. <laughs> yeah. And it'll be tough for a while, but yeah. yeah we'll exactly. get the podcast going at some point. I don't know when. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> cool. Yes. Let's talk about some news. Okay. Uh, Major Nelson. Larry I Dream Herb. Genie? No. Oh. Larry Major Nelson Herb. Okay. From Xbox, mm-hmm. from Microsoft is uh hanging up his hat after 22 years yeah he's been xbox the whole time basically yeah the entire time when i bought my first xbox he was uh he was on the promo videos oh yeah 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 Yeah, he's been well at least from the 360 days yeah yeah xbox original days because that was kind of like you know not i don't want to say early days of the internet but it was like a lot of it was very different back then for internet and like this sort of thing, like Twitter didn't exist and all that shit. Yeah, for sure. So that was kind of where he came from was Twitter, right? Um, well, not no, that's not even true. That's not even true. I shouldn't say that. He didn't come from Twitter. I was listening to his podcast, the Xbox podcast, because it was leading up to the launch of the 360 is when I think he started it. Mm-hmm. And he was doing a podcast then that I listened to at work. Get this. On my PSP, my <laughs> oh, yeah. MP3. So oh. I had my fucking PSP in my pocket, listening to the, his podcast, and I would listen to all his Xbox. I don't even I don't even know what it was called, but it was his podcast. Yeah, and he'd just talk about gaming, Xbox stuff, whatever. And yeah, he's been around doing that for fucking long ass time. Oh yeah, twenty two um, years. He was the first person I ever heard about Twitter from. Actually, he was talking about how he. On one of his episodes, he signed up for Twitter <laughs> and he was going to do some, uh, I don't even know if it was called tweeting back then. That was when Twitter was spelled T-W-T-T-R. So it was a long time ago. Oh, yeah. And I think that's why I signed up for Twitter was because he had said, oh, there's this new thing where you can do messages, whatever. I never used Twitter. I just had an account. But yeah, he's been a big part of Xbox for a long time. Oh, yeah, for sure. I remember him. He would always bring you the latest updates just straight on the Xbox. He still does. Well, still does. This week in Xbox still involved him, but I guess he won't be doing that anymore. Yep. Um, yeah, it's a long time. He, yeah, I'd listen to it like for hundreds of episodes. I listened to a show. I'm not sure why I stopped listening, but hmm. um, yeah, he's an interesting dude. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. And his name was from I Dream of Genie. Was it? Or Bewitched, one of the two. Uh, That's the guy's name was Major Nelson. Yeah, it's I Dream of Genie. It was I Dream of Genie? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and like, you know, no controversy surrounding him or anything like that. <laughs> really? That's crazy. 22 years, no controversy. Good job. Yeah. Yeah. He Played it straight. You know what, though? He sort of like made that role for himself because he was just like a dude that worked 
at Microsoft and started a podcast. Yeah. And like whatever. And then they sort of made him into like the like a PR guy. Yeah. Basically. But he wasn't doing that. He just was like a guy that was at Microsoft that made a podcast and started posting about Xbox updates and stuff like that. And it sort of turned into an actual just job for him because that's what he did was like <laughs> Xbox stuff. Yeah, it's beauty. So, create your own job. Made a job that he was already doing kind of that he likes doing. Yeah, it's a good way to do it. <laughs> I think that's definitely I'm sure he got paid well. Anyways, you were at Microsoft for 22 years. I don't think you don't get paid poorly. <laughs> no, you get paid very well. So. And that's, he didn't, in the article, he doesn't really say anything about what he's going to do next. They he's never just gonna, do, though. He's just going to chill. They always Sounds say like. that. He'll get a job working at some other gaming company and doing a similar thing, probably. Or Yeah, potentially. Who knows? Maybe he'll go into a total different industry. So yeah. It's hard to say. Maybe he'll just sail the world with his wife and kids. I don't know if he has a kid, but he does have a wife. Yeah. He never, <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember him ever saying anything about a kid. But his, him and his wife are kind of, I think they're like 50, late 50s. So yeah. I don't know. Um, I would, I'm not going to miss him. <laughs> like, <laughs> he was always like, oh, there's Major Nelson. Okay, cool. But I'm not going to be like, oh, it's sad to see him go. It's not like he changed my life or anything like that. No, but he was in it. I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, uh, I've said it before. There's like zero celebrities where I'd be broken up if they died. Yeah. Basically, <laughs> it's just like, yeah, you're a famous person. Okay. Sad that he's gone and I won't see a movie or whatever they're in again, but I'm not going to be crying or anything like that. So. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Uh, yeah, he, he, did, he hadn't been around. I haven't really heard or seen him around in like the last couple of years. No, he was doing still doing anything. it. He's yeah. still doing it. Yeah, he did the same thing. Like he's been doing it for years and years. Every Friday, free code Friday on Twitter. Nope. You have to do your little response. You'll have a little question like, oh, what's your favorite gun in Far Cry? And you do a reply and you'd be entered in to win like a prize or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, f- free game codes or whatever. I did win one one time, but it was like a f- winning a free code to like a beta for a game. So it was <laughs> like whoop de doo or whatever. But yeah. Um, but he still was doing this week in Xbox on Xbox, still doing his podcast, all that stuff. Still doing whenever they had an event, Microsoft event, he might not have been on the stage doing it, but he'd always be doing like the sort background. of hosting the live stream or yeah, whatever, yeah. you know? So, yeah. There you go. Pretty cool. Anyways. Yeah. Let's uh, slide on over to some more Microsoft news. Mm-hmm. Uh, Microsoft wins a court case against the FTC. Well, uh-huh. a little bit of it anyway, yeah. to, to buy Activision Blizzard. So they're one step closer to being able to purchase Activision Blizzard and, and get them <laughs> under their Excuse wing. Me. Yeah. Well, the FTC always tries to stop these. Not They're not trying to stop the mergers or whatever, acquisitions. They're just trying to make sure it's not going to d- harm customers, basically. Yeah. They're there to make sure that Consumers. everything's on the up yeah, and up. Basically. So I know the everyone was making a big deal like, oh, the FTC is trying to stop it. Like, oh, there's something wrong with it, blah, blah, blah. But it's that's kind of their job is just to make sure yeah. that the consumer is going to come out ahead and it's not going to affect sort of, you know, against consumers badly or whatever. Yeah. So it's been they've been saying like, you know, anyone that I read about it that was in the know with like finance financial stuff and mergers and everything we're saying it was going to go through eventually this was all just part of the process basically but we never hear about it 
because it's like, oh, Pepsi wants to buy whatever. That doesn't make news because who the fuck cares? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like when that happens, it's just like, OK, another day at the office. Yeah. But this is like, you know, big time in entertainment industry. So yeah. it makes more news. Right. And also gamers are gamers. So they'll, I don't know. Yeah. Blow it out of proportion. <laughs> yeah. See, see, if Pepsi bought Guru, yeah. I could still go to the 7-Eleven and get a Guru. Yeah. I could still go wherever and get a Guru. Yeah. They're not taking it off the shelves and no. putting it in Ontario but only, you know? I guess they could. They could. That's kind of what they're saying Microsoft is going to do. They're yeah, going to buy that's... Activision and there'll be no more Call of Duty. You'd have to buy a Xbox. Yeah, that's why this case is, uh, that's why everyone's watching it. Yeah, it's yeah. like, they can do that. Exactly. Whereas um, it doesn't make any sense for Pepsi to pull a product and sell it only in, you well, know, it could a make sense place. for Pepsi. They don't want to eat into their own energy drink brand and they just eliminate one of the comp- competitors. That's also true. So, um, but it's, I mean, I, anyways, <laughs> it's kind of hard to compare it to a food product or yeah, whatever, definitely. you know, but it's also so stupid too. like, imagine if it was like MGM is going to buy Warner Brothers. It's like, so what? <laughs> Who fucking <laughs> yeah, cares? A much. movie company buys another movie company? Okay. We're still going to get to see the movie on whatever screen we want. That's kind of more similar to like this sort of acquisition here. Yeah, pretty much. Video games, oh my God, are so stupid. Could you imagine <laughs> people warring in the streets like, no, fuck you. I like HD DVD. No, fuck you. I like Blu-ray. <laughs> HD DVD sucks. Or like the great VHS Betamax Wars of the 80s. Yep. Most people don't remember those. No. Just the blood ran red in the streets. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it'll go ahead eventually here. It was always going to go ahead, basically. Yeah, pretty much. It'd be a different story if like Microsoft was trying to buy like, I don't even know, like Google <laughs> or like something like that, you know? Yeah, somebody on that scale of size. Where it's like, oh, now Microsoft owns all the search engines. Yes. Basically. That might be something the FTC would be like, no, you have to spin this. You have to spin off the search engine into its own company. Yeah. You can't have both. Yeah. (laughs) That's too big. That's too monopolistic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it'll be nice to see when Diablo comes to Game Pass. Not going to happen. (laughs) Not. We can hope. But it's not going to happen. Too many people bought it now for it to come to Game Pass. Yeah. Diablo 5, though. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Speaking of a game too many people bought and were very upset about it, uh-huh. Cyberpunk 2077 mm-hmm. has finally clawed its way to a very positive Steam review after its uh, rocky launch. That's what happens with games that are good. Yeah. And it was, I mean, we talked about this like last week or oh, a yeah. week before when we were talking about how it was cool to shit on Cyberpunk. All the n- reviews when it came out were just negative. Yeah. And... I mean, yeah, okay, they probably were warranted or whatever, but yeah, the ge- the longer the game goes, uh, I mean, I don't know, do Steam reviews even count anymore? I I look at Steam reviews. But like, if they release an update next week that people don't like, it'll go back to mostly negative. That's true. Because everyone, or even if it's like, <laughs> even, <laughs> even if it's like something stupid, like what did they do in... um. Skullgirls, they put a mini skirt on the girl because her ass cheeks were hanging out. Yes. And then they went to mostly negative reviews because of that. Yeah, that's why I look at the reviews. 
because I go, is this just bombed because of stupid things? Oh, you actually read the reviews? Yeah, I go down. I, have a, a, I look at the recent reviews and the all reviews and I go, OK, well, why is all reviews very positive? Why are the recent reviews very negative? Yeah. And then I'll go down and look at the I reviews. I don't even do that part because I know it's something stupid. If it's mostly negative recently. It'll be a lot something. of the times, yes. It'll be a lot something of times like, oh, is. yeah, they updated it and they removed like whatever. They made it more woke. Yeah. And people don't like that. So it's then mostly yeah. negative. But sometimes it's actually legit, fairly legit and serious. Yeah. And so going down and having a look and being like, oh, well, that sucks. So I guess I'm not going to buy this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For for like, especially when, you know, a developer abandons it or does something silly with it and then it's just unplayable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or they take out some of the features that you were, you know, hoping to, uh, hoping to play. Who is hoping reviewing to... games on Steam? Have you ever reviewed a game on Steam? I have left comments on some games, like, uh, but not many. I don't think Maybe I've like ever two. reviewed a game, ever. Maybe just Terraria. Terraria? <laughs> huh. The only thing, <laughs> it's funny we're talking about reviews, this is a bit of an aside. I was looking for recommendations of an audiobook to get. And I was recommended Dean Koontz and yep. I've read a few Dean Koontz books and I found them just to be atrociously bad. Like I said, Stephen King had bad dialogue. Dean Koontz is even worse. And I was like, I read a book and I did not like it. And I can't remember what it was called. And I went to, I was like, Oh, I, when I read it, I think I was using this website called Goodreads where you could like update your progress on books and like do comments about yeah. what you thought of it so far. Because I wanted to know what book it was that I read. So I went and I found the name of the book. It was called like, I don't even remember what it was called. And I was like, oh, I wrote a review for this book. What is the review that I wrote for this book? And my review was like, um, this is the first and last Dean Kuhn book, Dean Kuhn's book I'll ever going to read. The characters are boring. The story is idiotic. The dialogue is some of the most unbelievable I've ever read. I cannot recommend this book to anyone ever. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, it was atrocious. So bad. I don't understand how people can read Dean Kuhn's books. They're so terrible. I've reviewed five Steam products. Oh, what have you reviewed? Okay, let me guess. Let me guess. Let me guess. Let me guess. You will not get a single one correct. Really? Yes. Not a single one. Not a single one. Okay. So are, how old are these? Uh, first one's 2011. Okay, okay, okay. One is a review for the game that you... It's a music game where you ride... Uh, like, it makes the audio song you put in into a track you drive on. Incorrect. Damn it! Okay, 2011. That's, that's a very recent game. No, 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 no. Light. No, no, no. I remember you playing that downtown. So, huh. it's not that recent. Um, 2011, eh? Uh, that's probably a PlayStation game, too. No, 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 no. It was on PC, I think. But maybe it was PlayStation. Um, 2011, eh? Hmm. Is it free to play? It is not free to play. That's, oh, 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 okay, 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 okay. Um, man, and not Planet Side is not one of them? Uh, oh, there, I, well, there is one that is free to play. That one's in 2012, though. That's CSGO? No. Oh, damn it. <laughs> It's similar style. Yeah. What dumbass game were you playing back then? <laughs> um, can you give me a genre? Uh, the first review is horror. Horror from 2011. The second. But I've heard of this game. Yes. Okay. You've probably played it. What horror game in 2011 would you have played? Not Dead Space, because you played it on Xbox. 2011 horror. Hmm. It is very slow. There is no combat. 
Very slow and no combat. Huh. You hide? Fatal frame? No. You hide? Oh. Um, you mostly hide and solve puzzles. Um, God, what's the one where you're in the insane asylum? Is that it? Uh, oh, is it an insane asylum? You hide in lockers and shit. The guy's chasing you down. I don't know if you hide in lockers. Or yeah, I don't know if it's in the insane asylum now. I can't remember what it's called. It's, uh, I can't. I can't. It's a it's a brain disease. A brain disease where you for, where you forget what you've done. Um, Alzheimer's. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what is it. Uh, amnesia, dude. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, but, uh, I didn't. I th- I'm thinking of a different one. July third, twenty eleven is okay, when I posted Amnesia. Review. Yeah, two point eight hours on record. Good enough. And you reviewed review. it after two hours. Yeah, what the hell is oh wrong? Oh my with me? god, dude. You barely got out of the menu. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, what are the other ones you reviewed? Uh, Dungeon Defenders. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. How many hours on? 38.2. Okay, that's okay. Is that game even playable anymore? Wasn't I that? doubt it. Okay. Uh, Blacklight Retribution. Blacklight Retribution? Oh, my God. That game is so good. Okay. Uh, the Pit. The what? Pit. The Pit. The Pit. It's a roguelike. Okay. Uh, RPG. Okay. That was 2013. Okay. And then Sprint Vector from 2018. Sprint Vector. Yeah. Is that VR? Yeah, VR. Is that the one that I was going to vomit in? Probably. It's like this one? Yeah, it's like, it's that one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, what? I've got 5.4 And you never reviewed Gun Gal, eh? Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Sure didn't. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah, five games. That's more than I thought I had. Reviewed. I would look at my account here, but I, I, I yeah, I wrote one line reviews for like two of them, three oh, and yeah, four. Yeah, of them. yeah, I, I think I did do one Steam review because it was like I, I think there was one of the Steam sales when you get the cards. There was thing to write a review for a game, yeah, to get a card or whatever. So I think I did one for Warframe probably, where I just ah, said yeah. like. After playing for 500 hours, I thought I should give him $10. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, World of Warcraft's latest patch uh-huh. offers a whole new way to play the game. So do you know what that means? <laughs> nope. <laughs> there's a new spec. A new spec? On the new class. Is yeah, it there's like Dragonborn? A buffing, there's a buffing class. Like it's not... Oh, a buff it's class. It's not healing. It's not DPS. It's not tank. It's like helping everybody. Cool. You do, uh, it's considered DPS though. So your Q is DPS. Um, But yeah, it's like a new spec they've never done in World of Warcraft before, basically. I mean, there's been buffing before, you know, cast power, whatever on somebody. But this one is like significant bonuses that would replace you as a DPS, I think, in the raid or party. Because you do so much additional damage when you're buffed by this dude. I think that's the way it goes anyways so that was pretty interesting to so see how do you there. solo play that guy you buff yourself i guess i don't know i don't know <laughs> buff yourself and debuff the oh, other oh you spec you do your multi-spec yeah you, i guess so, you eh? change from your buffing spec to your regular dps, your DPS spec. spec yeah probably hmm. um interesting that sounds cool yeah it's been well not, as soon as i read it i was like oh wow that's crazy because like in every other mmo pretty much there's some class where it's like, I'm the bard. <laughs> <laughs> Let me sing you a song with I'll my loot. I'll sing you a song and that'll buff you up and everything like that. So. Yeah. 
it's pretty interesting that after whatever 20 friggin' years. Yeah, no kidding. Like, oh, yeah, buffing spec. Let's try that out. <laughs> spec the buff. Yeah. So another addition to Dragonflight that seems to be pretty positive. This expansion has been pretty well received overall. Yeah. Which is good to see. For sure. When are they going to do that? Like World of Warcraft 2 or something like that. Never? <laughs> Never. Never. Yeah, I mean, if EverQuest is still going, World of Warcraft is going to be going oh, yeah. literally forever. Yeah, I was just on the Daybreak Game Studio website inputting my code for PlanetSide, and I'm like, and front and center. EverQuest? EverQuest 2. Oh, yeah, from Prime Gaming. Yeah, yeah. A code. I played a little of EverQuest way back in the day when I went to my friend's house, mm-hmm. and it was I enjoyed it. It was fine, but... I never really played an MMO until WoW. Yeah, me either. I played a little Dark Age of Camelot way back in the day. But that game was so fucking buggy. I guess I did play quite a few, like, cheap MMOs that weren't WoW. Like what? Ah, just like Asheron's Call or something like that. Just like... RuneScape? No. MapleStory? No. Oh. Oh. Did I play Maple Story? No, I don't think I did. I definitely didn't. But it was it was just ones that were free because back in the day I didn't have a job, couldn't afford anything, so just play whatever was yeah. free. Yeah, I remember playing Dark Age of Camelot and it was so laggy that you'd be riding the horse like between cities and you would like fall off the horse due to lag and you'd be in the middle of fucking nowhere and you'd have to <laughs> run for fucking ever to get to the city. <laughs> just terrible. Um, I think that game's still going too. Which Dark Age of Camelot. Oh. Maybe it's only on, like, sort of private servers or whatever. Hmm. It was an interesting game. I don't remember much of it so long ago. Yeah, I only have heard the name. I don't think I've ever seen anything about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've played a few MMOs over the years. I played World of Warcraft and then Final Fantasy XI on my PS2. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, I guess Fantasy Star is not really an MMO, but I played a lot of Fantasy Star Online. Yeah. Fucking lot of that one. Uh, World of Warcraft, Final Fantasy fourteen. I played for a month or whatever when yeah. I had COVID. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, Elder Scrolls Online. There you go. I think that's it. The only one I really played seriously is, of course, Wow, of course. Yeah. But the only mm-hmm. other one is uh, Guild Wars. Oh, and I played Lord of the Rings Online. Yeah, I played Guild Wars two for a few days, but it just was like no. <laughs> yeah, they really. They really changed the formula from Guild Wars 1 to Guild Wars 2, and I couldn't get into Guild Wars well, 2 because of the huge Guild- formula change. And also, they have no quests. It's all just like, oh, there's a heart on the map. Oh, there's an event going on over there. Go do do it with 10 other people. Yeah. with and I'd like a quest, please. With the first Guild Wars, you had storyline, like there's actual... storyline quests, but there's no other quests. Yeah. So Lots of other quests in Guild Wars 1. This one is all just like, oh, there's a heart. Yeah, Better go a, there. you have to go defend the elven village. <laughs> no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> and then I quickly uninstalled. Yeah. But I have so much shit on that account because all of my <laughs> prime gaming bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I give it all away. Yeah, I just... Because it's all coded, I just go, here. Yeah, here I, you go. I don't even bother with them. Yeah. I don't know anybody that plays that game. I know several. Oh, well, there you go. Yes. Uh, speaking of games... Uh-huh. <laughs> What a segue. Sony finally signs a Call of Duty deal with Microsoft. Wow. Finally. That's crazy. They've done it. Do you remember just a month ago when they said they didn't want Microsoft to own Call of Duty because maybe they would introduce a glitch that would like make the game run worse on a PlayStation 5 or like 
um, a critical error at the last level that would make people want to go buy an Xbox. Yep. <laughs> Fucking Jesus Christ. Who, who who thinks these things? I don't know. It's the lawyers <laughs> that'll just think of any old bullshit to try yeah, to get yeah. there. But it's non-gaming also lawyers. How also how like oh shit the FTC approved it. Well, I guess we better sign a deal now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Microsoft was like, okay, we'll sign it. I guess. Um, again, it doesn't say exactly what is going on in these articles. Yeah. I'm sure in the actual thing they sign, it says specific things, but f- for all we know, it's just Call of Duty Warzone. It just says Call of Duty in all the articles. Yeah. It doesn't say like Modern Warfare 5 or whatever. Yeah. It just says Call of Duty will be on Sony for five years or whatever. It's like, oh, okay. Great. Well, we, we don't know what it means. No. I hope Microsoft puts in a critical error that bricks <laughs> PS5s. Wouldn't that be hilarious? Just gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> sony 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 like i i mean i get it they're all companies and everything but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just the way their sony's like do as i say not as i do about everything yeah it's, it's kind of just like tiring mm-hmm. i do own a ps5 yes you do but i play on xbox i talked about owning a ps5 yesterday did you yeah why because oh, i had a lot of <laughs> i was in the checkout line getting groceries uh-huh. and i have you know oh, PC a lot of points, points a lot of pc yeah, yeah, points yeah. and and the cashier was like what are you saving up for i was like well i was saving up for a ps5 and he's like yeah yeah <laughs> and then you're like but console for- gaming's dead <laughs> <laughs> but i'm like ah everything i want to play on the ps5 is now on the pc yeah yeah, yeah. exactly so whatever yeah exactly well you do have to wait like a year but yeah and it has to go to it has to be a chopper's drug mart for me to get it yeah, but I meant for PC, Sony games on oh, PC, yeah. you have to wait a year. A year's nothing. A year's nothing, a year's nothing in adult time. Okay. <laughs> um, so now is Sony going to sign a deal with Microsoft to get, like, Spider-Man on Xbox? I doubt it. Uh, yeah, I also doubt it. I but mean, I don't think Xbox is clamoring to have Spider-Man on it. It's never. It never was on it. I mean, the there was Spider-Man games on the original xbox well yeah but not the new no 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 but they're done by the naughty dog so it's like yeah. a sony studio um what was i gonna say um the the only reason mlb the show is on xbox is because the major league baseball was like you have to put it on xbox or we're taking away the license <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> which is hilarious because then <laughs> that will be the show is on game pass but it's not on it's not on the sony free uh it's so funny dude anyways um yeah we'll see exactly what call of duty on playstation means i think it still was like exclusive stuff for playstation for another two years or something like that anyways from their like exclusive maps and shit yeah they had with activision yeah so who knows what's gonna continue rolling out it'd be interesting to see yeah for sure anyways microsoft microsoft wants they don't want to do consoles anyways they just want to do game pass if (laughs) they didn't have to do an xbox they wouldn't do it they just want game pass game pass yep yep that's all they want interesting yes uh 87 of classic video games are out of print and that's a problem for gaming history it's true uh well they're classic video games of course they're out of print yeah, but okay, 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 okay. Come on, come on, come on. Okay, compare it to compare it to movies. How many movies are out of print? Nah, that's true. Not many. Zero percent? One percent? Yeah, you can always mint a disc. 
No, 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 but like, it's not even about making a disc. It's just like, oh, I want to watch Superman. I can watch it legally somewhere. Yes. I can rent it on any store. I can probably sign up for like Warner Brothers streaming service. It's on there. Mm-hmm. Um, I could go buy it on Blu-ray or whatever. Whereas like if I want to play the Super Nintendo or N64 Superman game, I can't do it. Nor would you want to. Well, I but, mean, yeah, no, I would. Yeah, want no, to. I, I get you. You can't you can't just go out and buy it. Well, you can because that particular game, but uh, another game, let's say Chrono Trigger, which yeah. is more popular. But you can you get Chrono Trigger. You can get Chrono Trigger, but you're going to have to pay some big bucks for it. No, it's available. Is it available? Yeah, they released it on. If there's a yeah, that's the thing is like some games are available. So yes. Chrono Trigger is available on PlayStation. It's on iOS. So the like, more the more popular games are still available. Not even popular. It's just like. Well, Square Enix will try to get money from a stone. So, like, basically, (laughs) if you want to play a classic Square game, they're available. Yeah. But it's like, oh, I want to play Rygar. Can I play Rygar? Can I play Pole Position legally? Uh, You can play Pole Position legally. Okay. Because it's on the... When Nine Arsons was here, he was talking about it. You can get Pole Position, the classic, on the game, on the Nintendo eShop. Oh, right, 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 right. And it's $10. Oh, right, 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 right. (laughs) But yeah, most games are not available. Yeah, for sure. It just is. And for if you want to play it, you have to pirate it. There's no other option. So that kind of piracy I'm okay with Mm -hmm. because there's no legally way for you to do it. But it compared to movies or even music, like pretty much anything is available. Yeah. For you to legally get. Yeah, for sure. And it's kind of just like, why is this not the way it is for video games? Like, I know it's more, it's a little different with a video game. It's like, well, it ran on like the equivalent of a calculator back then. So it's a little more work to just get it on running on a thing, modern system. Because it'd be like, oh, it runs at like fucking like 2.2 gigahertz now where it was running at like 33 hertz back in the day <laughs> yeah so it's like impossible to even look at the screen it yeah it's just so too fast because everything's tied to the clock speed yeah when it's a little different when it's a movie it's like yeah it's plays at 33 frames per second or whatever you know <laughs> like it's nothing too crazy there to are with. a lot of people like for for console gaming i can see that but there, for the pc gaming like especially the old stuff a lot of it's been archived yeah, but you can't get it legally. That's no, you can't. You have to go to GOG or, or archive.org. archive.org well, and if it. it's on GOG, you pay for it. It's not free on GOG. But, yeah. But a lot of stuff, mostly console stuff, yes, it's impossible to mm-hmm. play it legally, which sucks. Yeah. I wish it was different that way. Like, why Like why does Nintendo not... We've said it over the years. Why don't they have their own Game Pass thing where just all Nintendo games yeah. are on there? No, they prefer to release three at a time on their little Game Pass thing. And it's cool what they're doing on there because it'll be like, oh, this Japanese game that was never released in North America is available for play. That's cool. Or they've added multiplayer into like online multiplayer to Super Mario Brothers. That's cool. But it's like, why not you just put them all there? (laughs) Yeah. You know, stop messing about here. So reading the article here, it says... The Commodore 64? Yeah. 95.5% of titles are currently out of print. Yeah. For the Commodore 64. Yeah. So and there's those, some that, that are available. Yeah. And the ones that are available are probably new. Yeah. Or they're like ones that are on 
like that ant stream or whatever. Yeah. Um, so there are some, but it just sucks that I could say like any game from back in the day that I played on the Atari, I probably cannot play it legally. Not that I would want to necessarily. <laughs> yeah, there's there's sucks. only maybe those 10 that have just been reprinted for the special edition that are going to cost you a thousand bucks each. Yeah. <laughs> but even if it's just like on Antstream or whatever, you know? Yeah. Like, why do they not just, I don't know if they think their license is not getting paid enough or whatever. I don't know. Or they even know who owns the game. Yeah, that a lot, could be part especially of it with too. especially with PC gaming, like a lot of those old games, nobody yeah. knows who owns it now, owns if it. anybody. Who owns who owns the co- the copy of that? Yeah, nobody yeah. knows. So it sucks, but I remember years ago, Frank Cifaldi, who's a guy with the Video Game History Foundation or whatever it's called, he did a talk at um, GDC or something like that mm-hmm. about video game preservation and history because he's big about that. Yeah. I've been following him for a long time. Like his original webs- website, the RedEye.net. I used to read that like back in the early 2000s. It was like one of my favorite websites back in the day. But he's big in the history of video games and preservation. And he was did a whole talk about video games, comparing them to movies and how you can buy Uncle Buck on any platform, any format, anything. There's like 30 different. You could buy it on PSP. You could buy it on DVD, VHS, Blu-ray, like movie th- companies. They will release it to get the money. Mm-hmm. Whereas video game companies is like, no, that was on the Nintendo. NES. It's done now. <laughs> We're not yeah. dealing with it anymore, you know? You got to get the new hotness. Only the new hotness. Yeah. And it is a little different, too. Like, movies always look more or less good. Yeah. They're filmed on film. You know, a movie generally filmed in 1980 will look as good as a movie film nowadays. Generally. Yeah. Generally, yeah. It, depending on how they've upscaled it and put it onto the system. Well, course. I mean, it's not even really upscale it. Like, no, they just, it's just the filmed, digitization. It's filmed like one to one, basically, just because yeah. it's on film. But yes, getting rid of film artifacts and blah, 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 blah. Whereas like comparing Super Mario Bros to Super Mario Galaxy or whatever, like you would look at it and be like, oh, my God, it looks like trash <laughs> if you weren't part of the generation to watch it right yeah if you're you're not a big fan of pixels then well and it'd also be like oh my god the movie's black and white (laughs) (laughs) but then it's like that people that are cinema cinema files back in those days would be like oh my god it's a silent film yeah you know it's comparable that way but it's a little different where it's still it's you could look at a movie and besides the fashions be like oh that was filmed last week yeah (laughs) so anyways hopefully it'll no, this report is not going to do anything. It's not no, going to change it definitely anything. Isn't. Just brought more eyes to it, but yeah, yeah, it sucks. Yes. Microsoft is trying to do it. Are they? Well, they're pretty much any Microsoft release game is available on Game Pass. Like anything they published, mm-hmm. more or less is available. And with their backwards compatibility thing they did, they made every game on the Xbox 360 or original Xbox can work generally but they went to the publishers of the game more like hey do you want us to like turn it on and most of them said yes but some said no yeah so there's some you can't play even though they would work there's got to be a system out there where you can because especially with the the later consoles where it's disc based Mm -hmm. there's got to be a system where you can just be like oh i want this game and then they'll just print you the one game 
Um, that is kind of the way it works with, um, actually, sorry, there is, I don't know which movie company it is, but they do that exact thing. Yeah. I don't know which one it was, but I read an article about it where they, for their classic movies, you can go to the website and be like, I would like this movie on Blu-ray and they will just make a copy. It's movie, old movies that they're not, um, distributing like on DVD or Blu-ray. Yeah. But you can order an individual copy. And they'll print it and you buy it from them and they send it to you. Yeah. I mean, I don't... Why couldn't they do that now with video games? Like, especially disc-based games anyway. I mean, yeah, but there's a little difference between the one single uh, different um, anti-piracy algorithm they have on DVDs where every system has its own anti-piracy thing. Yeah. So... But if the company's minting it with the anti-piracy already there. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. I know for like Dreamcast and stuff, they had their custom, you couldn't, I mean, they will run off a CD, but it was custom sized discs, the GD-ROM. <laughs> yeah. And then same thing with GameCube with their little mini discs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, but in the era of Blu-ray drives, yeah, I don't see why not. Yeah. You just mint it and be like, there you go. You don't even need a manual. You just print out a sleeve and but put it in a slap it in a case. The difference is though is that a lot the movie, I don't know which studio is doing that. They actually sort of care about the history of cinema. Yeah. Whereas video game companies like do you remember like a few years ago where they were asking about backwards compatibility on PS5 and I think I don't know who it was, Jim Ryan on PlayStation was like, "Who wants to play those old games?" <laughs> like we're not going to have backwards compatibility. Are you crazy? No one wants to play that old busted shit. That dude's out of touch. Yeah. Everyone I don't know if it was Jim Ryan. I don't remember who said it, but it was definitely someone on the PlayStation <laughs> yeah. was like, no, we're not doing backwards compatibility. That dude has no idea what's going on. Well, I mean, but the thing is, is they do know what's going on because they have like analytics of like seeing how many people actually booted up like a PS3 game on PS4. It's yeah. Like, oh, wait, did it have backwards compatibility on PS4? I actually don't know. But generally, the percentage of people that play old games on new consoles, pretty low. That's because they're playing it on their old console. No, generally people, <laughs> the majority of people, when they get a new console, the old one goes to like the younger brother. Yes. Or like to the thrift store. Unless you're our age. Or unless you're sort of like a gamer guy that are like, oh, I like, I'm going to play that again. Yeah. Whereas now it's like, no, 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 I got the new Call of Duty machine. I don't need my old Call of Duty machine. <laughs> I got my new Madden machine. I don't need the old Madden machine. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah. Anyways, hopefully something changes. Yeah. Uh, non-gaming news. We've got one article in the non-gaming news. Okay. Uh, 90% of Texas beaches are contaminated oh, with fecal matter. Nasty. Did you know that? I didn't know that. I don't uh, I don't know what it is. It must be something about being in the Gulf. Well, okay. And, and the way the currents flow. I that right now. Is Texas exposed to the ocean? Y- yeah. On the, what, the West Coast? East Coast? East Coast, yeah, yeah. They're they're Gulf okay. of Mexico. Okay. But we got that little sticky addy bit. There's not just <laughs> that peninsula. ocean beaches. There's got to be. Well, yeah, there's definitely inland beaches inland for beaches. sure. But, well, uh, all poo-poo flows to the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm not surprised. Yeah. So there is an actual government-funded website where you can click on the beach to see if it's a good day to swim. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like, ah, how's the fecal matter going on the beach here today? But like, also oh, red it's bad. and stuff like that, too, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Let's see here. Oh, yeah, look at that. 
Oh, yeah. So the- if you want to swim at the Texas City Dyke, don't do it right now because it's 74 C- CFUs per 100 milliliters. Oh, this is just for the coast. Yeah, it's There's just no for the coast. There's no inland here. God damn. All right. What's going on uh, near Houston here? <laughs> Everything's green, so that's got to be good. Low bacteria count. Yeah, it's a low bacteria count today. You can go and swim in the ocean. Sylvan Beach is looking pretty good. Oh, there's a yellow here in Galveston Bay. What's going on here? Ooh, 74 CFU over 100 mils. What do the details say? Ooh. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, don't go don't go slurping that water up right there. Yeah, all kinds of all yeah, kinds of Texas data. City dike. <laughs> all kinds of data all along the coast for how much fecal matter is uh, currently floating around. So what how do you how much fecal matter do you think are in the old local beaches? Here? Oh yeah. I don't know. Well, you got to think like all the cities that are north and east of this city we live in Kamloops their water treatment plants and their sewage plants are next to the river. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And once it's treated, it goes in the river. And how much do you think like in chase, the guy working in the chase sewage plant is just some days like, geez, Louise just open the valve. We're running behind today. (laughs) Let it, let it flow. Yeah. I think it's a little bit just due to our population density. It's probably not too, too bad. Whereas down in Texas, it's probably like, and around Texas, like in Mexico and all that, because all that's just going to feed into the Gulf of Mexico, right? Yeah, I mean, I guess that probably in Mexico, their wastewater uh, regulations might be a little less stringent. I don't know for sure. But there's a little less money in Mexico for that sort of public, what would you call those? Public works, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's always just like, well, just we're, it's downstream. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Don't and worry about it. And all these places experience a lot of flooding. There's that too. Yeah. Which definitely Hurricane makes things season. worse. Hurricanes, flooding. Yeah. 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 Um, be interesting to know if someone tested like, and what are they testing? Just a scoop of the water or? Yeah. They probably have stations all along that, uh, give readouts every so often. What if someone just like a kid was swimming right by at the right time and just laid a dookie in his diaper? Yeah. Right. When the, uh, (laughs) right when it was taking its measurement for sure. That jacked the, go straight to red. Screw it up, dude. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if they ever do any testing like that around here. I've never heard of that. I haven't been in the river in like, I don't even know when the last time I went in the river, dude. Yeah. I don't even know. Oh, yeah. River? Haven't been in the river in quite some time. In the lake? I've been in the lake. If it if it's been more recently than 20 years that I've been in the river, I'd be shocked. Maybe I put a toe in the river or something like that. <laughs> yeah. It's gross. Yeah. But, I mean, that's, I mean, you go to the, if you go to like, walmart and swab the door it'll be like yeah fecal matter oh yeah for sure like you pick up a banana at walmart yeah fecal matter <laughs> like people are gross <laughs> people are gross just think about it how much shit you touch in a day what kind of shit's on their hand not even just fecal matter <laughs> yeah what other kind of uh atrociousness is on there disgusting very disgusting you need to wear a full body prophylactic to go in public <laughs> A Nomex suit, just walking around, hazmat. Disgusting. Breathing your own air. You can't think about that shit, otherwise you'll just go crazy. Oh, yeah. That's why I don't. Yeah, right, I don't I'll either. just eat whatever. It's off the ground, whatever. 
Well, that's a little different. The ground's probably clean. <laughs> like, I know people are like, touch the ground. It's like, no, fucking imagine it touched the doorknob. Ew. <laughs> Ew. Gross. Yeah, everyone's wearing shoes when they're touching the ground. Yeah, man. But those shoes have been in the bathroom. Yeah, that's the only room in the house, I think, where if I drop something, I'd be like, no, I'm not going to eat it. Yeah. It's in the bathroom. <laughs> if I dropped it on the kitchen floor, I take a look at it. No dirt on it. Okay, it's fine. It's good. Just Unless it's it like... I mean, if that's if it's dry, I guess yeah, yeah. if I drop like a piece of like sandwich meat on the floor, I'd be like, well, that's good. Yeah, that's, that's going to the ground. Or like turn on the tap, rinse it off. You know? <laughs> get that. You get can do some, that to a hot soap dog. on it. You can do that to a oh, hot Oh, yeah, dog. for sure. Yeah, definitely. It's a sealed product. Exactly. 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 <laughs> Gross. Yeah. Nasty. All right. That's it for the news. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen. Uh-huh. Game Club. Ooh. Each week, we talk about a video game. We play a chapter or a segment or a timed interval, and then we go ahead and we talk about it we on do. this podcast. And you can play along with us if Please you do. so desire. You should desire. You can join the Discord down below. Mm-hmm. You could interact with us live in the chat, or yeah, you can post in the Discord about your experience, and we will read about them on the podcast. Yes, sir. We read about them. We will read them aloud on the podcast. Sure. And we will have a discussion with the club, because it is a game club, just like a book club, but for games. Oh, book club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Except we don't read the entire book. We or play the entire game at once. We go chapter by chapter. Exactly. Because that can. Take well, a I don't long think time. book clubs read a whole book, do they? I don't know. I don't know either. I know some clubs do, and some clubs don't. Imagine it's like we're reading War and Peace for book club. You have to read War and Peace by next week. <laughs> Ooh. Like a thousand pages. And I'm dyslexic as frig. That's yeah. not going to work out. And you accidentally read Peace and War. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we have wrapped up Yakuza Zero. Fifteen through prologue yes yes we did wrap it up um uh, yeah frank is currently sitting in my mousing spot so what a guy i know so chapter 15 scattered light scattered light what happened in scattered light we were majima right yes we were Maj- are we Ma- yeah we're majima yeah we're just trying to track down uh you know where uh makimura is She's disappeared from everybody. Yes. Um, we found out a lot of stuff about like how her brother is Tachibana and he died and whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, the empty lot is hers. And, you know, everybody wants it. We got, you know, the, do, the Dojima is coming after it. The Oni Alliance, uh, the Nikkei Consortium. Like everybody wants her, basically. Yeah. And... Uh, no one knew why. Well, I mean, Majima didn't know why he was sent to kill her and then to he decided to help her out and whatever. Um, it's the whole like um, conspiracy basically around yeah. her. Yeah, every, every there's a bunch of people in the family or the in the clan with their own agendas on what to do with her and how to get her and how to get the empty lot to get ahead in the family to get ahead in the clan to yeah be, to be the next because right now the clan is being run by a figurehead yeah he's not the actual captain of the clan yeah the other guy died so he's sort of acting captain and everyone's sort of vying for more power during this dojima wants to get the lot because if he gets the lot the camarocho revitalization project can go ahead and then he'll have so much power that he will be like the de facto leader yeah of the tojo clan um and then 
behind the scenes, Kazuma in jail has been like manipulating everything with a like master tactician <laughs> yep. to prevent that from happening. Um, and it sort of all comes to a head in these last chapters here, basically. Yeah. So as Majima, we're actually, because we're in Kamurocho, we're now going to go see the head of your, of his estranged family, quote unquote. So Shimano. So we have to, Sagawa wants us to go and talk to Shimano. Yeah. About, uh, about a couple things. This is after we failed to find Makimura again. Yeah. And so you go in and you talk to Shimano and he's just like, oh yeah, I knew, I knew everything that was going to happen. I orchestrated everything. And Majima's like, what? Yeah. I've just been a pawn this entire time. It's weird that how both stories are both pawns. Yeah. I said that a few game clubs ago where I was like, their stories are like mirrors of each other. Yeah. That's why I thought Makimura was going to die. Because Tachibana died. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, Shimano's like, Majima, Goro, you do not have to kill her anymore. Just bring her here. Sign the empty lot over. It's fine. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And then you're back in the family. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, Everyone, not everyone, but people recognize him in Kamurocho. Yes. Where they'll be like, oh my God, we heard about the guy, like Goro, who like disappeared and they he lost an eye and he disappeared and you're like here standing in front of us are you like back in the family or whatever and he's always like no i'm not in the family i'm trying (laughs) to be for whatever reason he wants to get back in yeah um and then what else happens here we go to the empty lot oh we're supposed to find makimura well we have to because we majima (laughs) knows that he's got to find kiryu to find makimura uh oh yeah right so we have to go to the he he goes to the kazama family office yeah fights some dudes yeah and we fight Shig- what's his name kashi kashiwagi oh yeah kashiwagi on the roof what that what a bullshit fight why that's oh, just bullshit like did you lose or something <laughs> several times oh really couldn't beat him at all he was just like i'd be like beating on him then he'd be like well i'm just doing a move you can't it's unblockable oh you, really you just die i beat him i had to heal a couple times but um I just was breaker style, just kicking him in the head I so lost, many times. I lost so many times. The game was like, do you want to play? You want to play easy? Yeah. yeah and yeah. I'm like, yes, <laughs> <laughs> this is some bullshit. Oh, crazy. Maybe I was higher level. There's something. Like oh, that. you're definitely higher level than me. But uh, I just breaker styled and just was spinning around, kicking him <laughs> in the head a bunch. Um, the yeah, he. He could that. Uh, yeah, he would just block everything I would do. And then he'd go and attack me. And I'd block and he'd be like, oh, well, I broke your block in one hit. Oh, and yeah. then sends me across the room and I'm like, oh, or the roof. Yeah, anyway, yeah. <laughs> once you finally beat him, uh, Majima's like going to, you know, torture him basically to get the information. And uh, one of his little lackeys is like up there like, no, don't do it. Don't do it. And he's like, well, I need to talk to Kiryu or no, Nishiki, I think. Nishiki. Yeah. He's because if he finds Nishiki, he can find Kiryu. Kiryu. And he's like, Serena, go to Serena. That's where he usually hangs out. So you go to Serena and Nishiki's there and Majima goes and he's like, I'm looking for a guy, you know, Nishiki. See if I'm in here, you know, whatever. And then they have a little bit of a fight there. Yeah. Did you make, did you complete the quick time events in that fight? There's one where Reina hits you over the head with a wine bottle. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> and then there's another one after that. Yeah. I failed the one with Raina that hits you over the head with a wine bottle. I, I got that one. You did it? He, yeah, he just goes, whoop. That was an Lost achievement, it. dude. <laughs> to fail that one is an achievement. Oh, hitting the bottle trophy. Yeah, yeah. I see that. Ah. Yeah. So I did that. I didn't do it, fail it intentionally. I just was like, ah, I failed it. Fuck. I <laughs> got an achievement for it. But that was another fight where I was like, well, sorry, I'm going to I'm gonna destroy Bar Serena for you. And I started breaker style all over the room, just kicking <laughs> yeah. chairs around and everything. I didn't think that this was going to end up being a fight. I was like, oh, well, Reina's going to be like, no, don't do this. Go outside. Or That's whatever. what I thought, too, because last time we fought, Kiryu was like, let's go outside in the back. Yeah. And I beat the shit out of everybody. But that yeah. was when... um. Kuze or Awano came to the club and like beat up Nishiki. Yeah, yeah. Nishiki. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I was like, well, I guess Majima was a little different. He will just fucking spin kick around the room. He doesn't yeah. care, right? <laughs> uh, so we beat up him and he's just like, I need to protect her. And he, they're kind of like, oh, we're on the same team kind of here. Oh, okay. You know, you don't want to kill her. You want to save her. Okay. Okay. That sounds pretty good. Um. And I don't even know how we get to the point where they're actually assaulting like everybody. Well, like the sort of end of the game comes through. I guess it's because, oh, after this, he finds Makimura. Yeah. You have to go to the empty lot. Yeah. It's and like, I don't know where she is. Where do I go? And I'm like, well, obviously the empty lot. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah, so you go to the empty lot, and she's standing on one the of roof. the roofs of one of the buildings yeah. there. It's like, and how so, did she get up there? And so you go up there and find her, and yeah. she's got her eyesight back. Well, sort of. She can see Yeah, shapes. she can see blobs. Yeah, yeah, And she's, like, says, um, oh, well, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right, that's right. You know, she's like, you know, I have to kill these guys. Are you going to help me or not? And Majima's like, no, I'm not going to help you. Yeah, she so, wants you to kill... The Shibusawa, uh, Kuze and, uh, Awano. Awano. Yeah. And, um, he's like, no, I can't, I can't do that. And she's like, well, you can't help me. And she goes to leave. And he's like, well, let's get some food. Let's get some food. And then you can tell me to leave if you want. Yeah. She's all hungry or whatever. So they have a little date. They get some takoyaki and it's like <laughs> Majima's so stupid. But <laughs> she's like, I'm going to go get another takoyaki. And. Actually, it was a little annoying before that because you have to like lead her through town yeah. slow as fuck and she keeps falling over and I'm just like, Majima, like put an arm around her or something. <laughs> yeah, like, right. Jesus Christ. It's just a standard escort quest where she has to follow behind you and anyone she bumps into, she falls over. Yeah. So <laughs> we'll get the takoyaki, eat it. And then she's like, I'm going to get more takoyaki. And he's like, no, 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 wait here. I'll get the takoyaki. And I was like, Majima, you're such a fool. So she leaves, yeah. of course, when he's gone. Yeah. So when he gets back, there's a homeless guy there and, yeah. and he's like, oh, yeah, she said, uh, wait for the guy with the takoyaki and uh, yeah. give her this, give him this message. And and she said, I could have the takoyaki. Yeah. Meet at the roof yeah. tomorrow at five. And I'm like, AM or PM? AM or PM? So then I was like, do they use 24 hour clock in Japan? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. So what I was wondering at this point was, well, what if you just eat the takoyaki? What happens then? I think you have to have it. I read a thing because there's an achievement there. Yeah. Where if you don't go back for 15 minutes, you get an achievement. And a guy was talking about how he had a cold takoyaki and he had a different other takoyaki. And then he had the hot takoyaki. And if you wait long enough, it turns into a cold one and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So um, I don't know if what would happen if you ate it. 
It'd be interesting to see anyways. They'd probably just say like, oh, I forgot the tackle Yaki. I got to go get it. <laughs> so, but when we go back to the roof, we get attacked by Dojima clowns. Yep. And they're like, yeah, she uh, she turned herself in. She's selling the land right now to Dojima. Yep. Like, she asked for us to come and kill you. Like, the joke's on you, buddy. <laughs> and then he's like, no, 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 no. This is a ploy. She wants me to come and get her. She sent you guys to die, basically. Yep. And then yeah, I, I fucking breaker style all over their asses oh, yeah. again. I bat styled. Easy oh, yeah. fight. I was just doing so many spins. I just love it because <laughs> like six guys will fall down and I'll be doing my leg spins and then money will fly out of them. <laughs> so good. And then we get uh, we get to see what's going on with Makimura at the Sebastian building. Yes. When we get a little cutscene here with her going up there being like, hey. Yeah. I, I'll sell you the lot. But you got to kill Kill your three lieutenants. Chop their heads off. Yeah. She thinks she has all the power, basically. Yeah. Um, she wants these guys dead because they were basically the ones that killed her brother. Yeah. And then he tells a story about how, like, oh, the only people that know about the empty lot are, like, a couple bureaucrats that we can basically buy off and us. So, like, as long as no one puts up a stink about us using the empty lot, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So, like, you have no power here. <laughs> um. And, and meanwhile, while this is happening, Majima is coming up the elevator to the top of that building. Yeah, kicking the shit out of everybody. Yeah. So much breaker style for me in this building. <laughs> yeah. He gets there right as the moment when Gao... What's his name? Gao... Loi? Loi? Gao Loi? Gao Loi? He shoots her. Gao He gets to the roof, comes to the elevator. He shoots him, her. She falls, and then Awano... All the other guys, they like are like, well, let's be cool guys and fly away in a helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> and they fly away. And then he, um, Majima kicks the shit out of everybody and then gets to Makimoto. Ma- yeah. Makimura. Sorry. And he's like, don't die. Don't die. I'll save you. I'll save you. <laughs> and uh, someone. Oh, he- this is after he kicks the shit out of. Gao Lui. So this is when we have the fight. No, that's right? that's the finale. Is Gao Lui. This is where Sarah does come up. But who does he shoot? He, that's in the next chapter. Oh, okay. Because Majima. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. just kick out crap out of all like a little trooper guys. Yeah, there. yeah. And then Sarah, Sarah comes, comes up and, and is just helps. like, "We got to get her out of here." They don't know she's alive. Um, they think it's she's dead. Whatever. Um, so we got to save her. Let's take her away. Yeah. And they take her away to the hospital. Um, and then we begin the finale. Yes. Where we are playing as, I think we're we're Kiryu at the start, aren't we? Yes, we are Kiryu at the start. Yeah. We get to see uh, Majima in the operating yeah. waiting area and that's the, the surgery's gone well. They've got the her out. sexiest doctor comes out. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hello. Yeah. <laughs> She's got to be an idol. There's got to be an oh, erotic video of her in the game. Probably. So... Uh, yeah. Sarah's like, we're going to take her to a safe location on my boat <laughs> in the, uh, on the docks or whatever. Yeah. And I just assumed when he says, I'm going to take her on my boat that they would set sail. <laughs> You're right. I also thought that they would set sail, but we get to see, we get to see Shibusawa's plan. And he's just going to be like, we have to get rid of everyone. Ka- the yeah. Kazama clan has to go down. Yeah. They Otherwise all, we're not going to be able to progress. We got to get rid of everyone. That's yeah. part of it. And, uh, yeah. So 
it's time for uh, Kiryu to take out the trash yet again. <laughs> yeah. And we got to fucking beat the shit out of Kuze yet again. Yet again. Oh so we get a we get a call from a random number and yep. we got to go down to the uh, the little China, little Asia. Mm. Yeah. And talk to Chen. But also who's there is Sarah. Yes. And so you get the lowdown on what's actually happening. You get to you find out that Makamura is on the boat. Yeah. That uh, Shibusawa is here to he's going to eliminate everyone in the Kazama family to show strength. Yeah. And if uh, Makimura wakes up, the Nikyo Consortium will take the empty lot, which is Kazama's final goal to thwart Dojima. Yeah. And so where does uh, Kiryu go to fight Kuze? So Kiryu meets up with Nishiki outside the lot. Yeah. Not the, the lot. Bum the bum village. The bum village. Yeah. yeah. In the park. And then uh, he says, I'll hold him here. Or, and then he goes, you do a fight there as Kiryu and Nishiki goes down to the Dojima family headquarters. Or not the Dojima. The, the Kazuma. Kazama, Kazama family office. To protect it or whatever. Yeah. And then after you're done, your after Kiryu's done his fight, heads back down there as well. And outside Kuze is, is Kuze. It's just Kuze. He's like, this is where we're going to finish it for real. Yeah. You know, you've beat me four other times, but this <laughs> time I'm going to take yeah. you. And it's, it's kind of weird because after the last beating, he kind of... Kind of gains a little bit more respect for Kiryu. Yeah. Well, he's also beaten down because now he's not even really a lieutenant. He's working for. Yeah. Um, what's his name? He's not like uh, his own. He's not his equal anymore. He's like his subordinate. Yeah. And so this fight, Kuze's got <laughs> three and a half health bars. Mm-hmm. It's just ridiculous. I was like, what? How yeah. did you get so many more health bars from the last time we beat the hell out of you? Plot armor. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I don't know what style I used. Probably Rush, I think. I rushed all over these guys. Yeah, I rushed him here. This one was not that difficult. No, I just would dodge and then punch him when he was punching away from me and stuff like that. Yeah. Once you beat him, he kind of like tells you, like, as the evil villains do, like, here's the whole plan. Yeah. I think at this point, Kuzi is kind of, he's just like, no, nah, whatever. Yeah. I don't, I don't care anymore. I'm, I'm not where I want to be. And I'm not happy yeah. in the Dojima family. No. He's got beat by me five times. So <laughs> yeah. I'd be pretty unhappy too. Um, and then. And now, well, now it's, it's, we can switch between. Yeah. Now it's like, get ready for the final fight. Yeah. yeah we yeah. can switch between uh, Kiryu, Kiryu and Majima, and Majima and to get health potions or healthing up things. Yeah. I was maxed Stamina out with XXX. full stuff. Oh, yeah, me too. So I didn't need to buy anything. So we just moved on to the fighting. I love beating the shit out of all the Dojima guys' Majima. <laughs> that was fun. Just <laughs> yeah. fucking spin kicking everyone down. So yeah. much breakering going on. Oh, my God. Yeah. The first the first part of the fight is uh, we were as... Were you as Kiryu or were you as Majima in the first bit? Well, I was Kiryu and then I said, I'm ready to go. Yeah. And I switched to Goro and then I say I'm ready to go. So I don't know whoever it automatically defaults to there. Huh. I think it was probably Goro. Huh. Because mine was Kiryu. But I can't remember. I don't think it really matters either way. I, I think don't think do so either. They, everything happens at the same time. Yeah. In, yeah, in yeah. storyline format. I remembered what I did. I don't remember what order I did uh, it in. Yeah. So, so um, Kiryu and Nishiki go up to the boat. Yeah. And, there's and like it's a, just surrounded. A war going on basically. Yeah. And as soon as Shibusawa is there as well, but he's yeah. just kind of waiting until you arrive. <laughs> just to show. Yeah. Just to show. Because they're going to go on there and 
the idea is they're going to kill Makimura. Yeah. So they got to go on there to save her or whatever. And so it's Kiryu and Nishiki versus the entire Shibusawa family. Yeah. Until the Kasama family shows up in big dump trucks. Yeah. And everyone piles out. And they're having like a fucking war there. Yeah. And as soon as, as soon as the Shibusawa family and the Dojima family come up the ramp, the uh, Nikio Consortium starts opening fire on them. It's yeah. just like bullets and everything going crazy. I was like, where are the police in this right? part of the game? I guess maybe it only lasted a few minutes, but like it was like fires and explosions and guns and everything. Maybe yeah. the cops knew like, oh, the Yakuza are having a war. Well, we'll just let them. Yeah, yeah. We, we can't do anything about that. We'll come in later. Yeah. So you beat your way up to the ship, beat your way onto mm-hmm. the ship. And this is where what I would say the bullshit starts to happen. Oh, the bullshit. The goddamn bullshit. Okay. What bullshit are we talking about? Everyone's got guns. Oh, yeah. Everyone's got freaking guns, and they two-tap you. I was... um, So, for example, I did get shot a bunch, but there'd be parts where there'd be three guys in the hallway. Yeah. And then at the very end, there's two guys with guns. Yeah. I just ran past the guys at the start, and I would hide in the little hallway. They would (laughs) shoot, and I'd go to the next one, and I ran down to the end, and I beat those guys up there. He um, had to, but like I would like run at them, and then they'd like two shot me, and then be like, "Oh well, now I got to heal." Then run up some more, two shots. Well, heal. I I timed it so I could just hide behind the little outcropping, and they would never end up shooting me, huh. running up. But it'd be like I'd open a door as later as Majima and be like, "I got shot." <laughs> so then I'd like fall back in the hall. The guys would chase me into the hall. I'd kill those guys, and then I'd run in the room and kill yeah. the guy with the gun. I would take I found so that, much damage getting I f- shot. I found that if I ran like parallel to them, they couldn't really hit me very well. Like, yeah. If I ran right at them, obviously, they're going to shoot me. Of course. But if I ran sort of like sideways, they would sort of like miss me and stuff. So it was a pain in the ass, but I didn't like die or anything like that. Uh, yeah. I didn't die, but I used up all my healing. <laughs> yeah, I used through a those fair areas. amount. It was ridiculous. I used a fair amount. Um, the... Uh, well, which sort of climactic battle do you want to talk about first? Maybe Majima? Yeah, let's talk about Majima. The Majima fight, I thought, was way better than the Well, I think... Than the Kiryu fight. I don't know. Like, for style points, yeah, I guess so. Mm-hmm. But for, like, and for fun, for me, anyway. I thought the impact of the Kiryu one was more, but... Oh, yeah, at, at the end, anyway. Yeah. So we're fighting Gao Liu... And he's like, all of a sudden he turns into Wolverine. <laughs> well, we fight, uh, we fight uh, the other guy first. Oh, right. We fight Awano. Awano, yeah. We I fight Awano first. I was shocked by Awano's fight. Like, I wasn't shocked that we fight Awano. We beat him up or whatever. Yeah. I was shocked when Awano was like, yeah, okay, I'll sacrifice my life to save Majima here. Yeah, that was weird. I was like, what? Well, I mean, Majima sort of told him like, hey, your life is, you've been living on easy street. You don't live for anything. Um, yeah, he was just living a party and do whatever. Yeah. He liked the, he liked the liquor and the ladies and whatever. So maybe he kind of saw the writing on the wall and was like, oh, this guy's going to actually take out the Dojima clan. I don't have much to live for after this and I can die like a warrior. Yeah. And I've been living like high on the hog, you know, because Gao Liu comes in and he shoots at Majima and he does like the slow-mo like no <laughs> jumps in front of the bullet you yeah. know but then he gets shot like six more times very much like when um what's his name got shot in the prison there yeah um I can't remember his name but that's the oh, second guy that either. uh sort of got shot up for Majima like that yeah so he shoots a 
all his rounds. He doesn't have any more bullets left. This is supposed to be the number one assassin in Asia. Pretty bad that he couldn't <laughs> save one bullet, but anyways. Yeah. So then we have to fight uh, him, and he has these little Wolverine claws he pulls out. That's how he kills Iwano, actually. Iwano, yeah. like, takes six shots. It's okay, but then he stabs him with his little Wolverine claws. Yeah, but those are uh, they're throwing daggers. I know, but he holds them like he Wolverine. holds them like Wolverine claws for yeah. sure. And he has infinite amounts of throwing daggers. Yeah, hundred percent infinite amount. Just, just throwing daggers all day. So when I was I was streaming when I did this, and the chat was telling me like, "Oh, uh, this is a hard fight, and if you don't change your fighting styles up, he'll learn and like he'll be able to take you out or whatever." And I was like, well, I like breaker style, <laughs> so I'm going to break dance all over his ass. And that worked pretty good for me. I didn't have to change styles. I didn't have to change styles either. I beat the hell out of him. Yeah, I would just. No problem. If I got too close to him when punching, he would usually break me out of it. So I would start my combo by just punching air. <laughs> and then I'd start break dancing all over his ass. <laughs> I like the um, sort of uh, when he switched styles, basically. Yeah. Where he like got rid of his throwing daggers and then he had a gun and a sword. And then he got rid of the sword and he shot the sword and broke it or whatever. <laughs> I yeah, there, there are a couple of neat little quick time events in there yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we beat him. We're just going crazy on him, punching him. And, and Dojima is like, no, stop. Whatever. He pulls out a gun and he shoots at Majima, but misses. He probably hasn't held a gun in like 50 years. <laughs> yeah. And he's all shaky and he's like, oh, you're trying to interrupt me here. Well, don't worry. You'll have plenty of time in a minute. I'm going to take care of you in a, a minute or two. Yeah. You could tell that Majima is just descending into madness yeah. in this little scene. Well, apparently canonically, the moment Makimura gets shot is when he turns into the mad dog. Yeah. Um, which I can. I Yeah. OK. I but, believe that. Yeah. But she's OK. Well, yes, but he doesn't know that at this no. point. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> um, she is dead to him already, though. Yeah, no matter what. yeah, yeah. Um, hundred percent. Sarah shows up, shoots the gun out of Dojima's hand, and it's kind of like, um, you know, she's she's fine. She's awake. She's she awake. sold us the lot. Yeah, I own it now. The whole thing is done. It's over. You don't have to kill them. They'll go to jail. Um, I've already talked to the police somehow. <laughs> Uh, so don't worry about it. She's going to live. And then Kiryu finally gets to Shibusawa, the top of the boat. So the other thing I noticed was, I don't know if it's intentional or whatever. I like, there's a few building names in the game translated in English where it's like, Oh, is that intentional? Like when we go and Tachibana gets killed, that was like the crescendo building. Mm -hmm. That's like the building of the music, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, Majima fought uh, Nishiki in Barcelona, mm -hmm. and the boat was the Ocean Serenade. <laughs> so there's sort of name similarity between Serena and Serenade. Yeah. Also another musical thing, theme going on. Um, oh, the one thing that I forgot to say when I was streaming it, Awano rips off his shirt. Yep. Kiryu, no, Majima has his off. And someone's like, oh, yes. Um, Majima has the Hanyo, I think, tattoo of the demon on his back. Mm -hmm. But you would never know. But Awano's tattoo is a demon killer. Oh, interesting. So it's like, oh, yeah. See, if, if someone hadn't told me that, I wouldn't know, right? Yeah, yeah. 
But if you were Japanese, you probably would know whatever story that's from and mm-hmm. be like, oh, like he's the demon and he's the demon killer, you know, like whatever. Um, but then when we get to Kiryu versus Shibusawa, Shibusawa, they both have dragon tattoos, but Shibusawa's is filled in. Yeah. Kiryu's not quite yeah. there yet, you know. Um, but their epic fight there, oh my god, brutal. Kiryu just going to town on him. The punches at the end and stuff. Oh my god, that was the only good part of this fight. I found. Oh, I, I liked I found, it. I found the entire thing was annoying and annoying. How yeah, so? It was just like, oh, oh, oh he just uh, doesn't take any damage at this point and just beats me. Oh, I can't punch him. I can't stun him. I can't do anything. It oh, okay. just beats the hell out of me. Maybe I was higher level or whatever. It was a long battle. I healed and everything, but I liked it a lot. Especially like it was kind of like you had to change your styles well, as the well, yeah. The fight he progressed. used the exact same styles you do as Kiryu. The exact same. He starts out with rush. He goes to uh, uh, the well, Fury one. I don't think he uses what you use. I think he uses based on no, the he environment. Use, he uses what uh, what he, he's, he's programmed. Yeah, yeah. So like when he kicked me out the window and I was like, oh, it's beast mode time out here. Yeah, yeah, Look exactly. At all these tables. So he goes beast mode. <laughs> yeah. I love that fight part because we're both swinging tables at each other. It looks <laughs> hilarious. Um, but we finally beat him down and we do a few quick times where we're like, you know. You kick him up against the railing, railing and, you, and just you just go ham with the quick times. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. That, that was the only good part of this fight I found. I found his four health bars to be incredibly annoying. And yeah, just it was just wasn't fun. I didn't have any fun. Yeah, I guess it, I just end. was higher level. So I didn't find yeah. it that crazy or whatever, you know, um, I didn't lose, mind you. But yeah, I didn't I lose didn't have fun one time in the game. I mean, I lost to Mr. Beatdown, but that's not like a restart thing. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like he took your money or whatever. Um, But when you're getting ready to murder him, Nishiki comes in and was like, no, don't do it. You know, when you need to cross that line, that's something in the future, but you don't need to do it right now. Don't become <laughs> like him. Yeah. You know, and it's true. We didn't have to because we sort of foiled everything about the whole thing, basically. Yeah. Everything that was going on with any of these guys it's over basically yep awano's dead kuze's given up basically gets arrested mm-hmm. uh shibusawa he gets arrested he's alive dojima is shamed he doesn't get promoted to captain because sarah ends up getting to be promoted to captain yeah and um yeah it all sort of works out for them really yeah um we see like the <laughs> Kiryu and Nishiki are talking at the end of the game and Nishiki's like, what's with that suit you're wearing? He's like, that style is going out of style already. Like, he's just like, I like it, you know? <laughs> and that's the outfit he wears in all the other games is that yeah. suit there. <laughs> um, and then we see, like, Majima with Sagawa. And I was like, why is Majima t- treating him with such respect? I see. He's back in the clan. He's back in the family. But he, he has like to. a total peckerhead. Well, that's the thing, though, is he gets like I was like why is he being so nice to him and someone's in the chat he's like well he knows he's dead like he's just sort of like he's not going to be part of the clan anymore because he fucked everything up yeah because that's what happens to him at the end when the guys like tap him on the shoulder and he's like oh you guys are fast all right let's go (laughs) yeah yeah he's off to be killed but we see Majima's like crazy man outfit with Mm -hmm. his snakeskin jacket and his shirt no shirt short hair short hair I think he looks better with short hair than the ponytail 
Um, but I think he's also like, I think he's playing the role of the crazy man. I don't think he's that crazy. I don't think he is either, but he is playing the role of the crazy he's man. He's just going to do his own thing, right? Yeah. Um, there's a scene with uh, Mackie Morrell where her and the doctor are apparently good friends now. Yeah. I guess they're, yeah, they're, the they're good friends now. I really like this scene. I thought it was great. Yeah. Where they come across uh, some ruffians yeah. who are like looking to have a good time. Yeah. And Majima just rolls up behind them. And they're like, like, oh, we got this girl for you. (laughs) And then they go, but, but Maji, and they don't say his name fully. And then he just lays them all out. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if she even knew his name, though. I think she did. Well, I think when she talks later in the end where she talks about all these people that helped her, she says everyone by name because she goes Lee and she says so-and-so. Yeah, I know. She doesn't say his she name. She doesn't say his name. So I don't know if she knew his name, but she definitely didn't know what he looked like. No. Nope. She only knew what his voice sounded like because you saw that whole section. He never said anything in front mm-hmm, of her. Mm-hmm. And then the doctor comes over, the other doctor, the male doctor, and he's like, let's go talk. And he's like, do you love her? You know, you're going to treat her right. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't hesitate, you know, whatever. Um, and he sort of goes off and Makimura is just like, he had a sad eye. He was very sad looking and, uh, he heads off. I think, I think as he was heading off, she puts it together. Yeah, maybe, 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 but she never saw him or whatever. So I don't even know if she knew he had a eye patch. No, but she knew that he was missing an eye because he, when they were, talking about yeah, yeah. uh when he gets her the takoyaki the first time mm-hmm. they talk about it yeah, yeah um and then what else happens she goes to the empty oh she goes to the empty lot to bring flowers to her brother and while she's there she hears like a ringing sound or whatever yeah very convenient yes uh i don't know if it was intentional that she found the watch or at that um Dojima had buried the watch in honor for Tachibana. I don't know. I get. I mean, he knew that it was from her brother or whatever. Yeah. But he had it fixed, so she finds it, and she's all, you know, touched and whatever by it, you know? Um, and basically implies, oh, she's going to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that's pretty much it, except for the post credit scene. That was the post credit scenes. Well, there was also the little... Um, sort of uh story oh, the, the where are they now kind of yeah, stories and they yeah, say yeah. like sarah's the so it, it sort of like hints at what's coming up in kuwami yeah like yakuza one so like sarah's the chairman kazama's out of jail uh nishiki apparently sounds like he's gonna maybe betray Kiryu possibly because yeah, Kiryu goes to jail for a little bit and when he gets out Nishiki is completely different yeah he's sort of like stepped over him basically yeah um yeah and which then is the that, lo- which is kind of weird from the way Nishiki behaves throughout the whole thing well he changed a lot from well do you remember how he was like gonna kill Kiryu well yeah because he didn't want him to be tortured he didn't want him to come yeah. to harm, so he was gonna just get rid of him because he knew he knows that you know it's it's easier that way yeah, for yeah. Kiryu, yeah, because he's a sworn brother and he doesn't want to put him through yeah. that torture. So, um, the game was more, I feel, the story of Majima than Kiryu. Yes, Kiryu is just sort of like, "Yep, I'm a gangster," <laughs> whereas yeah. Majima goes from like 
this sort of like, I don't want to call him meek, but like, yeah, sort of downtrodden dude trying his best to get back in the Yakuza to a fucking madman. <laughs> yeah. To falling in love, to doing all this stuff and yeah. then becoming a madman. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But the last scene is the meeting each other. Yeah. When they're oh, walking yeah. in Camarocho and they're walking to each other and you just see Majima walk up and he's like, Kiryu-chan! <laughs> just the craziest look on his face. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, I got to play Kiwami. <laughs> so, yeah, it was great. I love the, I love, I just love the way the game was like a hardcore Yakuza gangster story, main, main storyline. And then it's like, side story? Oh, yeah. We got to like produce a, a talk show a cooking talk show with the, the talent or like we got to prevent this girl from selling her panties <laughs> 90% of the side stories were horny or maybe 50% yeah, yeah, 90% yeah, yeah, is yeah. a little bit too much yeah they're super horny I'm like what the heck is yeah, this yeah, game yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely definitely yeah. but I love how this there's none of that in the main storyline yeah it's just like gritty Yakuza story yeah you know no jokes no sort of silliness just straight, yeah. straight, straight, straight Yakuza. Main storyline, extremely good. Oh, yeah. Uh, absolutely crazy. You know, some of the gameplay mechanics, the way the cameras worked, I, I could, you know. Yeah, the I only time I had sure. a problem with the camera was I was trying to do the one um, fighting mission thing where you have to dodge. Yeah. In the little crowd of people and the camera would be like, I can't see. Like, there's so many people <laughs> in my way. What is going on? Um, other I, than that, I thought the camera was fine. Actually, the camera running in Little Asia was pretty bad. Too. Oh, yeah. The, any any of the running through Little Asia, you're like, oh, my God, the, yeah. everything's so tight. You can't get the camera in the walls at all. It's just like ugh. the mini games like the telephone club was a pain in the ass. Oh, what a terrible game. Baseball, atrocious dancing, pain in the butt. Karaoke was good. But what I didn't like about it was that the the speed of the little indicator would change. <laughs> Like yes. one line it'd be slow and then it'd be fast. And it was just like, what are you doing? What? This or like, maybe like mechanic. put the first indicator on a fast line further along. Mm -hmm. Like, give me a little more time to react that yeah, this exactly. thing is going to be shooting along here <laughs> so fast. The, but the dancing minigame hated it. Karaoke was fun. The only problem was like, when you do good, you get the little cutscene yeah. video. But I'm like, I'm busy trying to do karaoke. I yeah, can't, can't, watch, can't watch it. I can't watch it. <laughs> The erotic videos were more like awkward just than awkward anything. than erotic. Yep. Um, yeah, I liked it a lot. The uh, I didn't. One thing I wanted to play more of the mini games was the uh, the slot car racing. Oh, that I barely did. I only did like a couple once. I was like, oh my god, this is gonna be so cool. I'm gonna like roam around, juice my car yeah, up a yeah. lot, but never ended up having the time to do it. Yeah. Uh, the main one of the main storyline missions mechanic that I hated the most mm -hmm. was escorting Makimura through Kamarocho. When you're sneaking? When you're sneaking. Not Kamarocho, but through, what's it? Sotenbori. Sotenbori, when you're sneaking. I hated that. Every, hated every second of it. Yeah, it sucked, but I didn't, I mean, you get caught, you just punch the guys and whatever. Yeah, it's no, not I, that big I, of a deal. I didn't like it at all. I was like, oh my God. This I don't is like dumb. stealth in games yeah. generally. So, And then when they brought it up again, I was like, oh my God, please no. But it was like two minutes. So yeah, yeah, that's yeah, fine. yeah, exactly. And then, yeah, the... I, I just hate that last fight. I didn't find to be fun at all. Yeah, the, I I, like I said, the end part of it where you're doing the quick time event and you're just like super into it. That mm -hmm. was great. 
I think the quick time events went on a little bit too long and they didn't vary it up enough. Yeah, the one thing with the quick time events is like there was some heat actions that would come up where it would be in a quick event, quick time event as well, where you'd mm-hmm. be, have to like press circle or something like yeah. that. But it was, they came up so rarely for me that when they did come up, I was like, oh, uh, and I would never yeah. press the button in time. Yeah. Because those ones is are like, if you hit the circle button, like you would punch them a bunch of times. Yeah. But it only ever happened so rarely that I never remembered to do it. Yeah. So that kind of sucked. The only, I think I disliked the combat for most of it. Like throughout the whole game, I didn't. I like the combat. I was like, meh, whatever. That's whenever, funny. whenever there was anything really storyline based, when you had a comrade with you, mm-hmm. then the combat I found interesting. Like, I think the best, the the most fun I had in the combat was when we were escaping Tojo Clan headquarters. Okay, I think that was the most fun I had in the combat was doing that. My favorite fight was when I f- we fought uh, Kuze in the basement when he killed Tach- Tachibana. Oh, killed. yeah. That was a good when story you're with fight. Nishiki. Yeah. And I just had the heat level so high that I just would wait for Awano, or Kuze to try to punch me, and I would hit the Y button, and it yeah. did our combo attack where I'd grab his fist and then punch him in his face. <laughs> yeah. Any any of the, the fighting that we did with Nishiki, I was like, yes, this is great. I also liked it when I fought with Tachibana because it was hilarious just seeing him do high kicks and oh, stuff yeah. with his yeah, one yeah. dead arm. <laughs> 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 yeah, I loved it a lot. I had a lot of fun. How many hours did it say you played by the end? 40. Wow, that's it, eh? Mm-hmm. I was over 60. And what percentage were you? Oh, I don't know. It didn't. It said next to the hours there. You don't remember? Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. I was at like 50.7%. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's it yeah dude wow well I, m- I must have been a lot further down there then well the thing with the completion is it counts every literally everything yeah. so like every every part for your slot car every item from the like dragon and tiger yeah like every weapon yeah every date every <laughs> song every everything Man. so i yeah 50 percent in 60 hours was like holy shit okay yeah that's um, crazy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. There's a lot to do in that game. It's it's definitely worth it to play for the storyline. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's worth it to play for 90% of the mini games. Ah, <laughs> uh, the mini games generally suck. But I mean, yeah. like you do the phone club, but then you unlock sub stories afterwards, which are pretty funny. Yeah. So I like that. But like baseball, atrocious, just hated baseball. Yeah. Bowling was fine. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, but the mini dancing mini game, pain in the ass. Love karaoke though, just the songs are so good. So, <laughs> uh, uh, the main money making scheme for Kiryu with the, the oh, yeah. real estate, I like that. That was fun. I did that a lot. Yeah, I'm working on the last one to unlock his last. I've I got all the Media King ones. I'm working on yeah. now. I didn't get through everything, but you know, it, it was a good time going around purchasing stuff, raising everything up, making sure your managers and your security yeah. guards weren't tired, swapping them around. That was that was a lot of busy work, but it was also a lot of fun, and I like. Dude, that by the end, you make so much fucking money. <laughs> yeah, like you have so much money. I was walking around and I had like 1.8 billion yen, and I was like, <laughs> "Oh, Mister Shakedown, oh, let's have a fight." It's like, oh, I lost. I lost 1.8 billion yen. Eh, oh, well. <laughs> now I see him walking around. It's like he has 2 billion yen on him. That's crazy. Yeah. Because um, then you just go back to the the base like three minutes later and you got another f- billion yen. Yeah. So pretty crazy. Yeah. After playing through it, I was like, why isn't this not a this storyline here? Not like an anime or something. Oh, yeah. yeah or yeah, like yeah. A, a movie or something. Because it's a really good storyline. Exactly. 
I know that in like a dragon, they have another real state thing, but it's got like, you have to have like, uh, there's like shareholder meetings and you have to like talk to the different shareholders in different ways yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. So they always have those crazy mini games like that. Yeah. There, and, I, and being a role playing game, there's a lot of dialogue to get through. There's a lot of stuff where I'm just like, why didn't they do this this way? So you just blast through it. There was a lot of slowdown in the game mm-hmm. in, in stuff. Yeah. Um, every time I loaded it up, just put the controller down, eat some food while I watch everything. Oh, like the previously on, not the previously on, but when you get into the chapter, there's all, there's just a lot of dialogue, a lot of storyline that happens oh, before yeah, yeah, you yeah. get into being able to control. Anybody. Yeah, that's true. Which, um, you know, I got used to it. So I would just have, I'd like make a bowl of whatever, mm-hmm. eat my food while I'm watching everything going on. Um, I liked it was weird how they had so many different styles of cutscenes. Yeah, there were th- three or four different there'd styles. Be like, there'd be like real time. There would be pre-rendered. Yeah. There would be comic book stationary style. Yeah. Um, and then there was like a the uh, there was like a black and white one, too. Yeah. So it was like just weird seeing all the different. Yeah, but they that, all were that was- like they all were different things like. The black and white ones were like ancient history ones, I think. Yeah. The stationary comic ones were like recaps of things that had happened recently. Yeah. In the past. Yeah. And it was just like, oh, very interesting choices. Yeah, they, anyways. They could, uh, it, was, it was a little bit jarring when everything was happening. You'd be like, why is this like this now? Like, yeah. What is going on? Um, I wish that I had some sort of indicator when you're walking around town. There's a lot of people talking Japanese, but I have no idea what they're saying. <laughs> yeah i mentioned that on stream and someone said oh it's generally just someone saying like hey big guy do you want to have a good time <laughs> yeah there's a lot of ladies in the night just yeah. chilling um i think next time like if i play kawame and it has english voices i'll probably play with english voices next time mm-hmm. just because for streaming i lots of times when people are watching the stream they'll have like they're doing something else or whatever so a lot of times you just hear japanese voices you wouldn't have no idea what's going on if yeah, you're listening. Yeah, yeah. Where if I put it on English, you could at least understand what was happening with the yeah, story sure. or whatever. But yeah, I'm happy we played it. Yeah, enjoyed super it. good. Yeah, despite my gripes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, every game has gripes, so yeah, it is what it is. And next up, mm-hmm. the game we are playing next uh-huh. is uh-huh. System Shock: The Remake. Oh my God, really? The original System Shock. Remake. Oh my gosh, I already bought it. I did too. I've already got it installed. I'm itching to go. I haven't uh, installed it yet, but I'm going to. <laughs> so if you want to play along with us, this is one is a little bit different because we're paying full price for the video game, whereas a yeah. lot of the times we, it's either something we've gotten for free on Epic or it's on Game Pass or, you know, something like Low that. Low barrier of entry. Yeah. So we're going to, I think the idea is we're going to play a level. There are mm-hmm. eight levels in the game. Yeah. Eight or nine, can't remember which. And we're going to play a level and then we'll talk about it. And if you want to play along, mm-hmm. And talk about it with us. You can join us live in the chat, in the chat at twitch.tv forward slash streamvoidpod. Yes. Or join the Discord. Link is down below to the Purple Room Studios, which we are where we are currently sitting in recording this lovely podcast. We are. And you can get in there. There will be a forum post on in there about System the game. Shock, yeah. About System Shock. And you can post your uh, weekly updates there for how you did, how you played, how you found the game. Or if you're not playing any questions or comments you have about the discussion. Yes, for sure. Um... So generally, this is the end of the show yes. at this point, but I don't know if we want to talk about it. We did forget one thing. What did we forget? 
Secret Invasion. I didn't watch it. You didn't watch it? I, I watched time. that trash, dude. I haven't had time. I thought about it last night and I was like, oh, I gotta go to bed. Okay. Um, well, maybe we'll talk about Secret Invasion next week. Yes, I will. Uh, I will God, I hope so because I watched that shit. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Well, with that being said, we will see you guys again in one week's time. Goodbye. Bye.